King Gates, New Orleans Savior. What up, Tony Bruno? You're now listening to the finest sports radio show. You're now tuned to the Tony Bruno Show. What you don't know about sports, Tony Bruno knows. Fox sports radio. Let's talk about today. Plays, news, headlines, and what's an outrage. What up, Wednesdays? We got hockey action, yo. Flyers, Philly, Sixers, Eagles, Hall of Famers, come and go. Miss Robin get the corkscrew. Tim, tell Tony that he's my favorite sports team. Bring the wood. Step to the plate. Just like the NBA, we going hard in the paint. Million dollar voice, you heard him on John Madden. He's bald like the Eagles, you're an honorary captain. Download the podcast, follow on Twitter. One of sports radios, legendary figures. Crisp autumnal Friday into the night extravaganza in full effect in the wine cellar. And if you uh, saw the post a little bit earlier, you know what we had, Robin? We have. Thanks to the great Bill Gladney down there in North Carolina, we finally installed the disco ball in the wine cellar tonight. Yes, we did. And you know what that means, what we're gonna, what's going to happen tonight, Robin? Um... I should have worn my shiny pants. Well, nobody's going to see them anyway. We've got <laughs> the, the lights are down low. We got baseball. We'll keep an eye on everything. The only thing we're not really following is live PD tonight. I just can't follow that, all this stuff. There's too much going on. But I see our good friend Brendy. Brenda Marie has checked in. So if anything happens on live PD, she could break in with an update as soon as it comes uh, to us. In the meantime, we got baseball. Yankees and Twins are tied at 3-3 in the ALDS Game 1 at Yank Me Stadium. Up in the Bronx. Nothing like watching a bunch of Yankee bros going crazy in October baseball. But it's beautiful. It's in the 50s already outside. Crisp fall. You can almost say nipply out, Robin. Could you say nipply? I can say nipply. <laughs> I knew you could. <laughs> I knew you could. I have been in that situation many times. Exactly. But we've got so much good stuff for you tonight. We thank you for joining us on Twitch.tv, Bruno Nation Live. You know, Ninja may have abandoned Twitch, but he told all of his followers to come over and follow Tony Bruno show. Bruno Nation Live on Twitch. I want to thank Ninja tonight. Wherever you are out there in gamer world, bro. Love the hair, by the way. Thanks for the love. And of course, we got Friday night SmackDown. SmackDown on Fox tonight where guys older than me are making appearances in the ring once again. <laughs> Coming out of retirement. You know who's uh, – I don't even know why I'm watching this Yankee game. We got SmackDown on. What kind of smacked ass am I to be watching American League Baseball when I could see Hulk Hogan return? I think Hulk's got to be my age right now. Let me 
check. I mean, he still looks good. He got the tan going. He still, you know, he can. Anybody, I need an update on what happened there tonight. But the, let's but see. It's his name is Terry Berea. Right. Did you know he that? He was right? born August eleventh, nineteen fifty-three. So he's just. He just turned 66 then. Yes, so he's one year younger. He's one year younger than me, and he's in the ring, wearing tights, <laughs> a headband, <laughs> dyeing his hair. He's got a fake tan, but the crowd goes wild. I got to give, give The Rock. Well, The Rock's there. Everybody's there tonight. The Rock. Well, you know, when Fox forks over millions of dollars to put wrestling on prime time on Friday night, how great is that, huh? How great is that? Let me give all those old boys, all my homeboys. The Rock? The Rock is only 47? Yeah, he's not that old. Remember, Hulk Hogan was, out, was, was on top of the world in the 80s, Robin. I know, I and know. And he was old then. I thought The Rock was a couple years older than that. I no, he just, uh, he's a battered performer because he makes like 50 movies a year. Oh, yeah. Jeep. I'm eating some Greek diner lentil soup and a big fat sandwich, Duncan Dad says on a Friday night. We had a little op eats tonight. $2 billion, is that what they paid for wrestling? Shit, I'll come out of retirement. I'll put tights on and run out there and have somebody beat the shit out of me on a Friday night. I do that every Friday night when we come on this show. So I went to the doctors today. The update is I'm okay. Yeah, the good news, as you can tell. I'm okay. The bad news is I have to go back Tuesday to go under the knife, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Under the knife. But at least they'll put me out when they do that. Yeah, I know you're. You, this will. This is going to be the very first time you've ever gone under general anesthesia, right? No. Are you kidding? You've. Oh, for your knee. No, I wasn't. No, they just did local there. No, I was out. I was out for my colonoscopy. No colonoscopy. You're I in, was a in twilight. What is it, the twilight. That's a propofol sleep. That's not I don't total general anything. anesthesia. I know, but listen, propofol is fine. As long as I don't feel anything, I'm going to be in the twilight zone. Where I am, I usually live uh, most of my life anyway. But this is different. This is actually complete general <laughs> anesthesia with, uh, you know, uh, the mask over your face and everything. I don't know what they're going to do, but I'm not going to feel it. That's all that matters yes, to me. that is correct. And everybody's worried about, worried about, uh, you know, Anesthesiologists, of course, have the highest insurance, insurance rate, yeah. rates because they, you know, they always worry. Like when you have, like today, I found out I didn't know I was going to have surgery. I went into the doctor today. I figured he's going to take care of me, and then he looks at me. He says, "Nope, this is too bad. In fact, you're worse now than you were when I saw you in July." And unlike Bernie Sanders, who I'm sure didn't have to fill out 15 forms, and we wish him well. Apparently, he had a heart attack. They're oh, saying he now. had a full heart attack. He had a it heart attack him. when they put the stints in. But good for Bernie Sanders because he's a, he doesn't have Medicare like I do, and so he doesn't have to go in and fill out forms yeah. before they take care of him. Now, obviously, if you're having a heart attack, that's an emergency. You go to the emergency ward. But I've been dealing with something for four months. How many months, Robin? Four months, this problem. And when I said, you know, hey, things are getting worse, you know what the doctor told me when I finally got through after sitting on hold for a half an hour? Well, the receptionist, not uh-huh. the doctor. You never talk to the doctor. How about two weeks from now? Can you come back two weeks from now? And you're like, I can't sit. I can't sleep. Exactly. So I have Medicare. So all you people who think that Medicare for all is going to give you the greatest. Listen, the doctors do a good job. The the nurses. I'm not knocking the medical profession. I'm just saying it is that when more people get thrown into the system and they all think they're going to get 
You're going to be sitting in line like you would do at the DMV. You're going to go into a big waiting room in the hospital, and you're going to take a number, and you're going to sit there with a beeper just, to, just, just so they can take blood and do an EKG today. But that's the way it works in the world. I'm not, I'm not upset. I'm not complaining. I'm just telling everybody, you know, not everybody has Bernie Sanders type of health care, but he wants everybody else to have Medicare for all as if he would be okay with the same coverage that the rest of us all have in this great nation we call America. So that's, uh, that's my, it's not really a political rant. It's more of a public service message to all the people who have to do what I do. I don't expect special treatment because I was on the radio. I get the same treatment everybody else does, and I'm perfectly fine with it. My problem is, is that I don't, I don't want preferential treatment, but guess who gets preferential treatment? The same people who are crying about how everybody needs to have the same service when they do not accept the same thing. If I were king of the world, Robin, members of Congress, the president, everybody would have to have the same health care that everybody else does. Yeah, if That's called equality. This is, if, if you're going to make the decision for me, then yeah. you have to abide by those same rules. Damn right. This is not my ass rant. No, I'm not complaining about it. I'm not even complaining. I'm, I'm just pointing out how long it takes. Because think about what I have going on here. You can't go to an emergency ward and say, hey, hey, my ass hurts. Somebody do something. And then they strap me down and immediately, you know, put the paddles on me and do all that stuff. By the way, I want to uh, say hello to Syracuse 44, who used to be T. Jacksney. Oh, he changed his name to Syracuse 44? Well, he was T. Jackson NY. Yes. Meaning New York. Yes. Upstate New York. Not so in now the Lake he's George. Syracuse 44. He's narrowing it down. Okay, so, so we now know, we know exactly. We know exactly now we have because we've been to Syracuse. In fact, we got our cat in Syracuse, yes, right? Yes. Yes. The Great Riddle, the dad of thirteen beautiful no, no, babies. No, 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 no. Syracuse was where we got the cat before, which was a really sad situation. The woman who sold it to us. Thank God, I we. We sort of had the sense and knew that there was something wrong when we didn't. That's right. We drove the poor yeah. cat home, and we knew something was wrong with him. Yeah. And she passed off a sick cat to us, and then, unfortunately, we had to put him down. Yeah. I mean, within days, he was so sick. She tried to, and, and we ended up. And then I went up to Syracuse, oh, and I told her, meet me in the carrier dome. And then I imploded the carrier dome on top of her and her entire empire, which is why Syracuse stinks again. But blame her. Don't blame me. Uh, Collins 21, love the disco ball. A little Saturday Night Fever soundtrack would be great. Well, you know what? Guess what, Don Collins? You think we just plopped in here sitting on my cushion to protect my derriere? How do you like that? You think I just plopped in here Tony on my derriere? Tony has a little cushion for the pushing. I got a cushion. I'm all set. We got red wine. I hear Luigi may be stopping by later on. Correct. And if he acts up, I'm going to have to throw his ass out of here. It's that simple. <laughs> but we got the wine. We didn't open it yet. We'll have Luigi open the wine. It is a red wine Friday. No, I don't want to wait till he gets here. He's not going to get here till like eleven. All right, let me open. It. Well, why didn't you, why did you bring the why did you just take the foil off? What fell? Because I do believe I was cleaning up cat poop. <laughs> Hold on a second, ladies and gentlemen, while I open the bottle. We got to let it breathe a little bit. Hold on, and you know, while Tony is doing that, yes, I will go on. No, to- that's not Robin's vibrator. That's the wine nuts. That's the corkscrew, the yeah, my th- battery-operated. Ah! I'm trying don't, to get the cork out. All don't right, drill into your hand, Tony Bruno. Ouch. 
All right, now we can get this party started. Speaking of Friday night disco sensation, because Robin, we got the yep. disco ball up. Robin's got another. Uh, what is that thing you call up there? Oops. So you made me change it. Now I got to go back and change it again, Robin. Damn you. Whose fault was that? You told me to take it off of the board so that you can listen to something, right? Yes. Now I got to put it back. Now I got to take everything out of here and start over again. Damn it, Robin. Damn it. All right, here we go. Damn it, Tony. Let's get this party started quickly, all right? As soon as I get the stupid music back on the proper place in the audience. There it is. All right, you ready? Ready. All right, let's take it from the top. Take two, into the night, Friday night, 10-4, good buddy. 10-4. Yeah. We got the disco. I may have to turn this light off, too. I don't care if people don't see me on the Twitch stream. Well, try it really quick. Let me see how, how bad that looks if, if you get turned off. <laughs> see if we get the mood light better. Can you see me now? Yeah, I can actually see you. I'm going to put my pimp hat on. I feel like Bubba the Love Sponge. When he does his disco stuff. Burn that mother up, baby. Come on. <laughs> we'll play some. Uh, we got. I have loaded, ladies and gentlemen, tonight. Not just the wine. And no, we're not loaded with wine yet. I have the greatest disco songs ever assembled. Tony, Tony, by the way, we have not opened up the lines yet, so for anybody that's calling in, um, we're not taking phone calls yet. <laughs> I heard somebody say, burn, baby, burn. Uh, crank that up over there. You got that some bitch too low. Turn that mother up. Burn that mother down. Burn that mother down. Doug McGregor, do you need some strobe light action, too? <laughs> No, I don't want to. I don't want to spark any kind of. Uh, I don't want to trigger the audience more than they already are. <laughs> VT Hockey 1973. I heard that Bubba was kicked off of Twitch. Really? He was. I. I don't know. I can't keep track of it. I saw that uh, Ninja, who was famous on Twitch, they interviewed him today, and he said he left Twitch because he was just brand was too big. Well, you know what I'm saying? His brand well, was too big. Please. My ass was all right. I'm burning, baby, burning. No, the burn, baby, burn has nothing to do with my uh, situation down below in the poop deck, so to speak. <laughs> all right, Robin, why is this so low? Because you were talking. Crank that son of a bitch up. I should have got the glow light sticks. <laughs> drumsticks. Oh, the glow in the dark drumsticks? Oh. One thing at a time, people. Play action reel. I got my donut pillows strapped on, and I'm chugging Preparation H like it's white claw. Right, let's kick it right to Sylvester now. Here we go, baby. I feel like I'm a club DJ now. Remember Sylvester Robin? Yes. You make me feel better. 
Bob Pantano when you need him most. You know why? I think I realize now why you like all this music. Why? Because they all sing falsetto like you do. No, it's a, hey, because the, the disco was my wheelhouse. Actually, I was even before disco. And then disco sucked. And now disco's cool again. All right, hang on. Hang on. See, I can sing this. Hockey 1973, yes, it is DJ Bruno. On the ones and twos. On the ones and twos. Is that Phyllis Diller's hat? <laughs> yes. Now, this will not be disco demolition night for all you White Sox fans. But, you know, you can't have a disco Friday night, Robin. And people are asking me for requests already. And yes, I have all the choicest cuts loaded for tonight's show. We're not going to play all music, but we're going to have a lot of music tonight. And you know, one of the great songs, when you talk disco, Robin, this is one of the songs that everybody wants to hear. Slow it down a little bit now. Grab that special lady and head on down to the dance floor. All right, everybody, now. I can, I can do Bee Gees. Yeah. Night fever, baby. Or maybe you have a virus of some kind. And ladies and gentlemen, just remember our tip jar is out in the open right there underneath it. Tony Bruno Live, if you cheer us on with bits and bits for whatever songs you would like to hear. They will show up in that jar, and we thank you. Wait, Don Collins, what did you just do? What? He just cheered us 400 bits. I know, no, but he did something else. He did it like an emote cheer thank you thing. You got an emote thanks to Collins' 21 mega cheer. I didn't fear. I didn't feel anything. I don't know how that works though, and then I it's a, I supposed to thank them back on here, and I don't know what I just did. I want to thank Agent Eight Fifty Six. No, there will be no champagne room tonight. Just uh, just a nice. Uh, freelance wine. Uh, from Speaking Lodi. of which, let me have some of that. The George Washington. It's got George Washington on the on the bottle, and uh-huh. it looks like he's doing the John Travolta dance from Saturday he Night is, Fever. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Except he's got a sword in his hands as he gets those damn Brits the hell out of here. You know what I'm saying? Now, Robin, I got this thing on my screen here that says a new. So I can't even see what's going on here. So I gotta get my one computer where I can see what's going on on the Twitch stream. Bear with me, ladies and gentlemen. Here, let me let me show you what he's doing. If you see it from behind. There is so much going on in here, it's not even funny. Okay. We good now? We're, so can you see? So, Tony, there's a... Tony, how many how many computer screens do you have in Let's front see. of you? One, two, three, and... Four! Exactly. 
four computer screens. Four! That's and then right. the TV sets four. on, and Robin has hers. I have a TV behind me. We are pretty much caught. We're ready to launch yes. into space tonight. I look like the, I did look like a huggy bear, not wearing white face, though. I don't have any white face. I don't have any makeup on. No black face. I leave that up to uh, Justin Trudeau and the governor of Virginia. They can do their black face thing. I go all natural on the show. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes, it is already out of control. So let me bring up to date on baseball before we get back to the tunes. All right. And if you have any special requests, let us know. We will continue to play your favorite songs. Like this one, for example, Robin. Now don't wear them all out right Robin, away. Robin, I got more. We can go 24-7 of disco. I got to go a little Dan Hartman. Relight my fire, baby. This radio stuff. I'm just gonna be a. I'm gonna be a disco DJ. Oh, you're getting some hearts, Tony. Somebody was giving you some hearts on there. Relight my fire, baby. Tell me people right now aren't pushing a lot of their coffee tables out of the way and getting up on the floor and doing the disco thing, baby, on the disco machine. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Eddie Munster 19. Tony, please play It's Raining Men. You know, I, I'm sure that's on there at some point. It's on there, yes. There's so many great songs, Robin. I feel like I'm doing one of those late-night K-Tel commercials. And who could remember, who could forget this one by back in 1979, Robin? No, he did not pitch for the Phillies back then, but he was. Patrick Hernandez, ladies and gentlemen. Patrick Hernandez has been named the new Phillies pitching coach today after they got rid of their pitching coach. I'm going to bring this up and under my baseball update, Robin. Because you know me, I could just play disco tunes all night long. I was on my side when I was running down the street and posed a pie. 
right, they're in the bottom of the fifth at Yankmee Stadium, and the Yankmees and the Minnesota Twinkies are tied at 3-3, and the Yankees have the sacks juiced. Trying to bust this baby wide open now in a 3-3 ball game in the American League Divisional Series. Actually, the, uh, the first team to play its first game because we already know earlier your Tampa Bay Rays. Did we thank the Tampa Bay Rays for participating in this year's postseason already? It seemed just a couple of nights ago we were all excited and spraying champagne when they beat the Oakland A's in the play-in game, so to speak, the wild card game. Today they got Verlandered. That's not me saying that. That's Kevin Cash, the manager of your Tampa Bay Rays, suggesting that Justin Verlander just absolutely owned them. And he did. Eight strikeouts and your Houston Astros in the Juice Bowl at Minute Maid Park got the game one victory. And I saw Dean and all of my other friends who were Tampa Bay Rays. Listen, I'm not rooting against the Tampa Bay Rays. I can't help it if they can't pop, catch pop-ups and are playing Little League Baseball down there. It's the big leagues. You're playing a team that's favored to win the World Series, so it's not like you're supposed to go in there and beat them. Justin Verlander's damn good. So game one goes to the Astros earlier today. The Braves, meanwhile, in a must-win game. No, it's not. These are just the facts. And the Atlanta Braves, you talk about must-win game. Remember, this is the best of five. Braves had the home field advantage. They lose last night, blow a lead, and then those St. Louis Cardinals, those pesky St. Louis Cardinals, won the ball game 7-6 to six last night. And now tonight, earlier today, Friday night, they got that Mike Fultonevich. Mike Fultonevich. Uh, don't give me attitude. I'm not sir. telling you. It's Mike Fultonevich. Seven strikeouts in seven innings. And a must-win game by the Atlanta Braves tonight. Those fans are ready to chop themselves in the head with that stupid tomahawk chop if they didn't get the win tonight because obviously this is a best of five and you lose the first two games at home, you're pretty much toast. Josh Donaldson had a RBI single in the first. And then that Adam Duvall, not David Duvall. And who else? What other Duvalls can you remember, Robin? I can remember, uh, what's her name? Uh, Shelly Duvall. Shelly Duvall from Popeye. David Duvall, the golfer. Duvall, isn't there like a Duvall country club? Yes. And then there's the other Duvall, the actor, who did the uh, Tango Argentina. Legendary actor, Robin. Not Duvall, Robert Duvall. Robert Duvall. Come on, man. Duval County in Florida. And the Yankees have just taken the lead. I don't recognize any of these Yankee players. It's 5-3 to three now. Yankees with a bases loaded double here in the bottom of the fifth. I love that slide, that super slow motion. And that one, that's got to be caught by the third baseman. The one thing about the American League I've noticed, when I watch American League teams... It's like watching the old cartoons. You remember the old Gas House Gang cartoons, the Bugs Bunny cartoons, where all the players were, like, bigger than life? No. When I look at, yeah, go back and look at the paying first base, Bugs Bunny, second base, Bugs Bunny, 
and they showed the old school, the Yankees, the Babe Ruth era Yankees. Oh, and they like where they're they all rah, they're rah, all big rah, guys, yeah. except they're not wearing all like baggy stuff like they did back. But these guys are all big. American League guys are all like big, beefy guys. The Gas House Gorillas. Thank you, Strange Rover. You don't remember the Gas House Gorillas, Robin, and the old Bugs Bunny cartoons? I don't really, but... Uh, really? but do I, I have to I, do this no, this but early? I, I, I vaguely remember when they would come on and they would they would sort of be leaning forward slightly with their big arms. They yeah, they, all, they were just bigger. They were bigger than everybody yeah, else. Yeah, they walked like this. And then this. you look at the Yankees and you look at the Twins. They're a bunch of big boys. And I don't mean fat. I mean, they're just big guys, most of them, not all of them. And so it's 5-3, bottom of the fifth inning, and the Yankees have taken a 5-3 lead. I mentioned earlier in the other American League series, the Rays got Verlandered, and, of course, the Braves, as I mentioned, had to bounce back. They win that one 3-0 today, and now that series is 1-1 as they go to St. Louis. And then coming up up, uh, soon, they will start the Game 2 of the other National League Divisional Series. That uh, Steven Strasburg against Clayton Kershaw in game two, and the Dodgers got game one last night. Obviously, you got to do that when you're the Dodgers and you have an unbelievable record. How about that Bueller? Bueller? Bueller. Walter Bueller. For those who don't know, the Phillies could have drafted Walter Bueller, but no, they passed up on Walter Bueller and took some guy who was hitting like 230 in double A instead. Now Bueller... (laughs) The young pitcher goes out there, and he's been spectacular for the Dodgers. Meanwhile, Matt Klentak still has a job, and so does Gabe Kapler on a Friday night. And this, this is the organization. This is the scouting department that didn't take Walter Bueller when he was sitting there. Shut out. 6 nothing. Some of these names are really weird on the chat room. Bueller. Bueller. Shut out the Nats last night. And, of course, as I mentioned, Kate Kershaw and uh, Strasburg go in game two in Los Angeles tonight. And earlier, uh, well, the only other game going on is this Twins-Yankee game, and the Dodgers are getting ready to go underway, as I, as I mentioned. That game's starting at about five minutes. All right, we had hockey earlier today. We got a lot of football news. Yes, Mr. Thursday Night, in case you missed it, is now 7-0 and on Thursday Night Football, Robin. That's 7-0. Now, remember, I posted my pick for the Thursday night game earlier on the propsnetwork.com. Correct. And I gave out the Rams, but I also hinted at the over. I talked about how these two teams, the Rams and the Seahawks, in their past five or six games, they always they, they averaged 51 combined points. So that was telling me that we're going to see another over because there's two teams that can score a lot of points. And they did. And so I didn't put it on my internet pick. But later on, so I didn't change any picks. So when I, we went on the air last night live from uh, Screwballs up there in King of Prussia, I added the over to make it two selections. So that counts as two wins last night. The over was easy. And then, of course, even though the Rams lost, Mr. Thursday Night told you they would cover the one-and-a-half-point spread. They should have won the game, except for some stupid playing. But it didn't matter to me. I don't care who wins or loses. It's all about who covers the point spread. That's what makes point spread selection an art. You know what I'm saying? I have the tape. Well, let's go to the Philly Godfather was on last night. Well, we were live out there at Screwballs. Right. It was time to make the selection. The legendary Philly Godfather, a man who is a professional handicapper. He jumped on the show. I told him who I liked, and then he talked about who he liked last night. Let's go to the tape. So, I mean, this game's a coin flip. 
Uh, two teams that are overrated, in my opinion. I think the Rams are slightly yep. better on offense and defense. I like the Rams here, plus the two points. But what I like more is the over. I like uh, the over 48 or 49. That's, that's, that's the bet I made today. You and I, once again, brilliant minds think alike, because I released the Rams a little earlier tonight. And for all the reasons... There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Two. You normally would have to pay 70 80 $100 for that kind of information. <laughs> and you know how much it cost you to be 7-0 and if you followed Mr. Thursday Night? You would already have your Christmas club filled. You would be able to take that money, go to the local savings and loan, and say, let me add uh-huh. to my... Remember the Christmas club and the vacation club? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ever yeah. had that when you were younger? Twenty one ninety nine. No, no, you would put whatever you needed to put. Right. You would put like $5 a week in. Yes. So that by Christmas you would have $150, where you, which you, where you couldn't buy anything for anybody nowadays. But back then you had $150, $200 in the Christmas bad. club. You know, you could go buy, your, uh, buy a couple pairs of underwear. Now you can't even get a couple of pairs of underwear at Victoria's Secrets for that. No. It's ridiculous. It's a secret, right? Not secrets. Now credit unions still have Christmas. Victoria's Secret. Exactly. Except I know the secret. Everything's expensive as shit. Exactly. That's the secret right there. <laughs> but they do make your boobs look perky. Now, even though it's chilly out, I'm getting warm down here, Robin. It may be time to crank up the AC and crank up another disco-phonic hit on our Disco Friday night live in the wine cellar, Robin. Can you please bring the music up? Robin. Come on. Come on, now, Robin. I think you turned it down, Tony. No, I didn't. I had it all the way up. No, you do not. But no, you had it not on on the air. Come on. Maybe Victoria's really a man. That's what the secret. And then you're going to finally release it when they go out of business. The fondue party. <laughs> we need to have one of those. Don't we have a fondue? We have a raclette. We do. I we know that. We have a fondue pot and a raclette. Boys will be both. Better let them have the talk. Girls will be girls. Cute ponytails and girls. No, this is not Lips Incorporated. This is chic. like a good time tonight, Robin. Now, you know, this song has been sampled by so many other yes. songs, Robin. It's funny, the uh, the blurp walk-up sounds are mixing really weird with this. Yeah, it's not a good mix. I need a clean mix tonight, ladies and gentlemen. My favorite line in this song. It's coming up. Here, listen. We're talking about songs that made no sense. Clams on the half shell. Listen. It's coming up. Clams on the half shell. And roller skates. Roller skates. What the hell does that mean? 
Who the hell has clams on the half shell and then roller skates? Somebody that wants to have a good time, apparently. <laughs> yeah, let's go to the roller skating rink, get some clams on the half because shell. Because I'm sure they're real fresh down there. And then roller skate. It's almost as bad as having uh, rotating hot dogs at the uh, gas station or sushi. <laughs> this is Club Bruno. Not Forget Club MTV. People Thank are you. really digging the uh, the lights, Tony. Well, you know, that's... And you see how I said digging. Digging, yeah. Oh, wait, here we go. See, now this is where Rapper's Delight got the beat from, AJ remember? Sanity, is this Soul Train? We got that's... the Soul Train scramble board coming up later. And the hip, hip, and the hop, pop, and the... See, remember, this is what they stole, Robin, or sample. See, now if I had Rapper's Delight in a second turntable, I could just perfectly mix it in. Now, we have people all over, because because we are on Periscope as well. Uh, JBFaz1213 on Twitter has posted Saturday Night Fever. And I want to remind everybody that's on other platforms that are not Twitch. Yes, you can watch it on there, but we are not really, you're not part of the family. You are not engaging in the chat room. You're not able to talk to the other people. We don't really see it that often. We'll probably miss most of your comments. If you're commenting and if you're sending, get on Twitch. Twitch is where it's at, yo. It's free to download. It's free to follow. And it's free to join the chat room. Um, yes, there are subscriptions that you can get if you want to have the blurp walk-up sounds and, and some of the other extras. But just watching the show and listening to the show, that is free. Free as a bird. So oh. hop on over to the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Bruno Nation Live. If you don't have an account, it's pretty damn simple. It's the same you know thing that you had to do when you signed up for Twitter or Facebook or whatever. So join us on Twitch. That is how you show support for the show. That is the only way right now that we are monetizing the show from our listeners. So if you like the show, if you like us, get on Twitch. Thank you. Fish. We need more cowbell, but I don't have a cowbell. You see how I did that little mix there, Robin? I went from to the actual song that that stole the beat of... Good time. Stop, block the rhythm that'll make your body rock. Well, so far you've heard my voice, but I brought two friends along. Georgia Woods, the guy with the and goods. Next on the mic is my man Hank. Come on, Hank, sing that song. Check it out. When I'm imp, the dimp, the ladies pimp, the women fight for my delight. But I'm the grand master with the three MCs that shock the house for the young ladies. And when you come inside into the front, you do the freaks bank, I do the bump. And when the sucker MCs try I mean, to this is the greatest rap the field, song of all the time. The joined, from sun to sun and from day to day, I sit down and write a brand new rhyme because they say that miracles never see. Where's one to Mike? That's what I want to hear. Masterpiece. I'm going to rock the mic so you can't resist. I know we need the Bruno. The, we need the Bruno Nation dancers in the background. How about the? Well, no, that would be too hokey because I was gonna say the brunettes, but <laughs> brunettes, redheads, I don't care. <laughs> Race, religion, color, big girls, small girls, skinny girls, tall girls. The rump shakers. Robin, crack it up. Bruno's rump shakers. I do like that. I do suppose flying through the air the pantyhose he may be very sexy oh this is very non-PC but he looks like a sucker in a blue and red suit I said you need a man he's a fairy flying through the air in pantyhose 
across his chest, he may be hey. able to fly all through the night. But can he rock a party till the early night? He I like that one. With his Brujos. 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 I go do it. I go do it. Do it. Do it. And I'm here. And I'm there. I'm Big Bang Hank. I'm everywhere. I just throw your hands up in the air and party harder like you just don't care. Let's do I hope it. our buddy I Bill Gladney down in North Carolina sees that's his disco ball yes, it is. that he gifted us. And I'm sure most of the people know by now, but I will tell those who do not, if you would like to support the show with some of the other things, you too can get us, um, give us a what's in the box segment yes. by going onto our Amazon wish list and purchasing some of the items that are on there. They, they, they then get sent directly to the house and we will do a what's in the box segment. Tonight, what's in the box, uh, Luigi, Luigi has about 15 freaking boxes upstairs that, uh, I don't know, maybe we can get him to open them up on the show. Could be now I'm feeling the highs and you're feeling the lows. The beat starts getting into your toe. You start popping your fingers and stopping your feet and moving your body while you're sitting and you're sitting. Then damn, you start doing the freak. I said, damn, I'll ride it out of your seat. Then you throw your hands high in the air. You're rocking to the rhythm, shaking dairy air. You're rocking to the beat without a care. Cruise the show, I shot MCs for the Tony, affair. Now I'm not as tall as the rest of the gang, but I rap to the beat just the same. I got a little face and a pair of rhymes. Can you put the hat on and then put your over them? We are, we are celebrating the Flyer Stanley Cup victory in the Czech Republic today. Tony, try putting the hat on and then the headset's over them. Wait a minute, here comes my favorite part. Right. Stop until the break of dawn. Sing it on and on and on and on and on. Rock, rock, you're a no. on the floor. I'm gonna freak you here. I'm gonna freak you there. I'm gonna move you out of this atmosphere. Cause I'm one of a kind. Damn. And I'll shock your mind. I put the jig, 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 sing yo behind. I say the one, two, three, four. Come on, girls. I get on the floor. I come alive, yo. I give me what you got. Cause I'm guaranteed to make you rock. I say the one, two, three, four. Tell me one to my. What are you waiting for? To the hip. The hip to the hip and the hip hop The hopper you don't stop The rocket to the bang bang The boogie say up down the boogie To the rhythm of the boogie beat Oh skiddly bee bop We rock a Scooby Doo And guess what America we love you Well cause we rock and a roll With so much soul And we can rock till you're 101 years old I don't mean to brag I don't mean to boast But we like hot butter on a breakfast toast Rock it out Baby bubba Baby bubba to the boogie The bang bang The boogie to the beat it's so unique, come on, everybody, and dance to the beat. Have you ever went over a friend's house to eat and the food just ain't no good? Come on, keep going, Tony. And the chicken tastes like wood. So you try to play it off like you think you can by saying that you're full. And then your friend says, Mama, he's just being polite. He ain't finished your own, that's bull. So your heart starts pumping in your mouth. 44. I used to know every word to this song, Robert. And your friend says, man, there's plenty of food, so you pile some more on your plate. But while the sticky food's steaming, your mind starts to dream another moment, it's time to leave. And then you look at your plate, and your chicken's slowly rotting into something that looks like cheese. Until you say, that's it, I got to leave this place, I don't care what these people think. I'm just sitting here making myself nauseous with this ugly food that stinks. Yeah. So you bust out the door. Hey, this is Wonder Mike. This is the best part. From the food you ate. And then you run to the store for quick relief. With the bottle of K.O. Pectate. And then you call your friend two weeks later to see how he has been. 
And he says, I understand about the food, babe, but bubba, but we're still friends. Oh, with a hip hop, the hippie to the hip, and a hip hop, a hoppy, you don't stop the rocket to the bay. Oh, Melvin Ropes, yeah, we'll have those next week. to the rhythm of the boogie to beat. All right, baby. We have one person who says, uh, when does the show start? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, with that Flyers victory, our good friend Eric says, free Chick-fil-A sandwiches tomorrow for all Flyers fans. Yeah, got it. Love that song. That may be my favorite rap song of all time. I mean, there have been so many of them. I... But that's the one, to me, that started it all. The Rapper's Delight by yes. the Sugar Hill Gang. It's the greatest song of all time. Oh, no, I'm not going to play it again. No, I'm sorry, no. Maybe later. Maybe at the end of the show. <laughs> Meanwhile, let's get down to the football business, Robin. The uh, Yankees, that, that, this one, I wonder what the over-under was. I didn't look at the baseball betting lines. Let me take this Tony, off. Tony, just take it off. I'm taking it off right now. Relax. If it's not staying on, take it off. These headphones are too big. So anyway, now the Yankees have gone to the bullpen again. Chad Green in the ball game now for the Bronx Bombers. As nobody's able to keep this, uh, this thing in the damn ballgame, in the ballpark, and everything else. Twins have gone deep, and now it's a one-run game again. The Yankees took the 5-3 lead and then a home run by that Sano guy. Sano, don't you know, as uh, the great New York Yankee broadcaster, John Sterling, would say. Sano, don't you know. It's 5-4 Yankees. They're in the top of the sixth. And uh, the Milwaukee, uh, the Milwaukee, the Minnesota Twins have a man on first with one out in the top of the sixth inning at Yankee Stadium. Meanwhile, yeah, my head is too big. Although I've worn, I can wear that hat without the headphones on. And it fits. Yes. Because I'll show you. Let kept, me take these off That's right why I now. kept telling you that you need to put the headsets over the They hat. won't fit over. Yes. If so you look, this baby comes all the way down. Okay, now put but the But then head- I can't hear anything. Now put the headset on. It's not going to work. Yeah, no, no. Uh, no. <laughs> You're doing it wrong. How am I supposed to do this? These headsets are too big. They don't fit over this hat, Robin. This is a master pimp hat. Wonder Mike. Put, the, put them over your head. Hold on. Go up. Jeez. Hold these. Hold them, Tony. <laughs> oh, what? Okay. Now put them on. Then they're going to match the side of my hat up. Now I'm going to look like the gay Comanchero, which I don't believe Disney will be out to air anymore. Remember the gay Comanchero, Robin? Huggy Bear, yo. The Nationals have taken a one nothing lead over the Dodgers and Clayton Kershaw in the National League game going on. So we'll keep an eye on that. Don't worry about it. My pimp hand is strong. My Huggy Bear hat is lit. I look like a pirate now. Well, I had to, I had to take it. It, kept it doesn't bump- look like a pimp hat anymore. I know, but it kept bumping into your microphone, and that was just really annoying. It's ridiculous, man. What's the matter with you, Robin? It's a little bit skewed to the side, so you're like... Uh, you're, you're suave. Nah, it doesn't look like a pimp hat. Okay, let me fix it. Oh. I need smaller headsets. I need, like, earbuds so that I could put them underneath. Do we have any earbuds, Robin? I look like, I do look like I was in the original, uh, version of the movie Butt Pirates of the Caribbean. Remember that song? It was a big hit back in the days. And pimpin' ain't easy. Captain Wax Sparrow, says Mikey Misses. I do look like a broke-ass pimp, Robin, and pimping ain't easy, as you well know. Meanwhile, let's get back to the business. Let's open the phone line, shall we, Robin? The disco phone lines? 215-462-TONY, 
eight six six nine is the number. <laughs> Who's on the line? Uh, all right, we'll get to Trevor in a second. I wonder if he's uh, got a good ratio update for us tonight. Meanwhile, let me get back to some of the football stuff. So for all you Washington Redskins, and I know a bunch of you fans are out there on listening to us and watching us on Twitch tonight, the big news earlier today, Colt McCoy will be the starter for your Washington Redskins Sunday. And I've been reading a lot of stuff. I don't know what's going on. I don't have an inside source. I have a lot of friends in Washington. But we've been hearing. Now, you remember last week, Washington, I mean, the Redskins have been terrible. They've had injuries, but they're bad. And what have they been doing? Losing every single game. And so last week they threw Dwayne Haskins in, their first-round draft pick out of Ohio State. And I keep saying, well, you know, you know, Jay Gruden didn't really like Dwayne Haskins. And I, I, I'm like, then why did, you, why, did you, why did you allow your team, your boss who hired you, who was going to fire you, to take Dwayne Haskins when you knew you needed a quarterback of the future? And so I keep hearing, uh, he didn't really like Dwayne Haskins. Now, I know he didn't play well last week because they threw him into a game when he wasn't ready and didn't have any first-team reps. But if you have a chance to get this guy first-team reps this week with the offense, why would you not put him in there? Oh, I got this frogman suit on with the pimp hat and the snorkel gear. I like that. Yeah. I like that look. It's it's a snorkel and uh, snorkel mask. pimp hat combination and SpongeBob <laughs> dancing at the bottom of the screen. Two separate things because the SpongeBob dancing means that are we uh, down to bikini strange bottom? Strange Rover Thirty Eight just subscribed. Oh, that's what happens when you get a subscription. Yes, so SpongeBob shows up and does a little dance when somebody subscribes. Wow. I know we're fancy, aren't we? That's aw- that's awesome stuff. And thank you, Strange Rover number 38, for subscribing tonight. Mark Rippon is not available. He's had his own issues with his family. But anyway, so you got the Washington Redskins are obviously not favored to win this week and probably for the foreseeable future. They're playing the New England Patriots. They're at home down there in Landover, Maryland. And... Even though Tom Brady had a really substandard game against the Buffalo Bills last week, you want to at least be competitive at home. And again, Colt McCoy, he's been around a long time. He's a veteran, but he doesn't have a winning record. If you're the Washington Redskins and you draft a quarterback that high and you know that Colt McCoy is just okay and you know that Case Keenum is just okay, and you're not going to get Alex Smith back, who's probably never going to play again, but he's obviously not even in the conversation anymore. Why wouldn't you get Dwayne Haskins ready to play? Why? He's a big guy. He played at a big-time program, and he was a high draft pick. Back in the day, you would say, that, yeah, yeah, let him learn. Is he going to learn behind Colt McCoy and the Washington Redskins? Is he going to learn behind Case Keenum? Every team that drafts a quarterback that high, drafts him with the intent of playing him. You remember the Giants got ripped for drafting a quarterback really high, and now he's their starter for the last two games. So to me, I don't get what's going on in Washington, and especially I'm talking not just on the football team. I mean all of Washington, from the White House to the Capitol and all that other crap that's going on. But anyway, I don't get that. I don't know what's going on with Jay Gruden. 
And I don't know whether Haskins is going to be a bust or not. The guy was a pretty damn good player at Ohio, the Ohio State University. I think Joe Theismann, at age 60, he's got to be 60 now, Joe, right? Uh, he's got to be at least 60. He's, he's older than that. He just looks better than me. Mm-hmm. No, well, Joe looks you know. great. Come on, Robin. You've been close up to Joe. He does look fantastic. He's in great shape. He's a good-looking man. Joe Theismann, he's 70. Joe Theismann is 70? Yes, yeah, September 9th, 1949. Put him out there. I thought Joe Theismann <laughs> could take more snaps and do a better job right now. As long as, uh, <laughs> as long as, no, I don't want to go there. I don't want to yeah, go back go to the broken leg No, don't go there. No, exactly. <sighs> not Jay Schrader. Jay Schrader is not available. And not Colton McCoy. And not Jason Campbell. He's retired, too. Who else do they have? Remember the other guy they drafted pretty high back in the day? White dude. <laughs> You're asking me. No, I'm not asking you, Rob. Okay, I'm asking good. all the Washington Redskins fans. Uh, not Jay Schrader. That's way back. There was a kid that they drafted. Not Jeff George. No, and no, then no, no, else no. Not that far back. Jurgensen. It was before Jay. Sh- uh, it was before Brun- Jason Campbell. Brunel, Danny Wuffle, Doug Williams. No, Werfel, Robin. Danny Werfel. I'm only. Well, you have to understand. Not Heath Schuler. Not Danny Cannell, not Doug Williams, not Sonny Jurgensen, not Schroeder. Jeff George, Jay Schrader, Robin. I already said it. And I know, you know see, you had the OG 568. I didn't want to make any Lawrence Taylor, Joe Theismann jokes. Come on, Joe's a friend of mine. Not Tony Banks, not Gus Farratt, not, <laughs> not Mark Rippin. Not I mentioned Heath Schuler. Jesus. <laughs> Gus Farratt. <laughs> There was this one kid, and I can't remember, and he was a high draft pick. Good-looking young white dude. Everybody, not Heath Schuler. Okay. I already mentioned Heath Schuler multiple times. There was another guy, and I remember interviewing their general manager, who left and then came back, who's now the general manager again, who is George Allen's son, Bruce Allen, obviously made the I'm Dwayne Haskins. Names. I know, but you're reading Patrick names. Patrick Ramsey. Patrick Ramsey, that's okay. the kid. Thank Syracuse you very much, 44, Syracuse 44. So- Patrick Ramsey. Now, he didn't do anything, and he was another one of those, hey, you know, he's a nice college quarterback. Let's bring him in here. And he didn't work out. I, I, not Kirk Cousins, not RG3, uh, not Brad Johnson. And uh, we pretty much have named every quarterback for the Washington Redskins since the 1970s. But it was uh, Patrick Ramsey was the kid I was thinking of. So we've seen a lot. Obviously, Washington's seen a lot of quarterbacks. And now, not Tim Hasselbeck. And not Joe Thiesman. But anyway, that's, that's the latest on that. So you're going to see Colt McCoy. I wonder if that line's changed. I've got to check the latest line. Because the last time I looked, the Washington Redskins, earlier this afternoon when I made my picks. By the way, my Sunday picks have now been posted on thepropsnetwork.com. I used to make you wait until Saturday, sometimes Sunday morning. Not anymore. When you're on a roll like I am, where you're on a... You want to shout it to the world. 22-9 and nine right now, my record. Robin figured that out to be 71%. I think she's wrong. It's 70.9%. So. No, it's better than that. No, it's 70. 7 and 0. Oh, let's, let's do the math 70. again. 70.9679 blah, 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 blah. goes on for a while. But it's so, so close to being 71%. No, I'm going to make it. I'm going to round it up to uh. 71%, Robin. When you buy gasoline. That's what oh, I wait do. a minute. The Yankees. DJ LeMayhew has just left the yard. And the New York Yankees. 
have now added to their lead. It's 6-4 to four over the Minnesota Twinkies, and they are now in the bottom of the sixth inning. Once again, that band box that is, Yank Me Stadium, getting balls yanked all over the yard tonight in slow-pitch American League softball action at its absolute worst. It is high. Jack Arnold said you caved. Caved to what? Caved into what? What did I cave? I'm not sure. By the way, if people wanted to know, you know, it is Red Wine Friday, so we have poured wine. And now people can, look, I I'm still, I like the darkness. And by the way, you know what I'm wearing tonight, or who I'm wearing? I'm wearing my Bruno... South Philly fistball. Which we will have for sale as soon as I can find a place that will do it for not an outrageous price. Yeah, we can get them under $100 a shirt. I actually, um, I have one that I was working on today, Tony Bruno, that I hope everybody would like. But this is, this is courtesy of the great AJ in San Antonio. Correct, correct. So he's doing all the designs. So this is the Bruno South Philly fistball league, which you can join it's an indoor league, though, because they're going to get too cold soon to play outside. And if you're going to fistball here in the Philadelphia area or anywhere in the Northeast before the, uh, before the next... What's the word I'm looking not, not heat wave. We just had a heat wave. The next ice age comes. I want to make sure we have indoor facilities so that all of our fistball league participants will have a comfortable environment in which to play. Not a cold front. Not a soft front. Cupcake Eagle says, Tony, I hate to rip you. I never do. But how the hell do you drive to Jersey to bet on your picks? It's freaking stupid. I don't have to drive to Jersey. I can go to Sugar House now and make picks yep. right here in Philadelphia. I can go to Parks right down the street, right near the you know, stadium complex, which used to be you know, the turf club. You have sports betting in there. Mm-hmm. You don't have to drive to Jersey anymore. And you there. You can bet on your yeah. phone now in Pennsylvania yep. on the uh, FanDuel app. So there's a lot of ways to bet now. Not everybody's in Pennsylvania yet. Obviously, Jersey, Jersey has had betting online and in casinos now for a while. Pennsylvania's catching up. Indiana just added online betting. and So you're going to be able to bet anywhere. You can go to parks. You can go to DraftKings down in Atlantic City. They have a book there. But I'm saying you don't have to go to Atlantic City to bet on football anymore. You can go, as I mentioned, you go to the Turf Club here in South Philadelphia, right across the street from the new casino that they're building that's going to open in the fall of 2020. So that's going to be another big casino right here in South Philly in the stadium complex parking lot. So when you leave a ball game or a hockey game or a basketball game, not until the end of 2020 after the next presidential election, and then uh, they'll have another casino right there. And you know that place will be jumping. Imagine on a Friday night and a Saturday night after a baseball game, people, instead of going home and going back right over the bridge, they'll just walk right over and go into the casino. They'll probably have a lounge in there that's just show. You know what I'm saying? So you can make bets on the Sugar House app. <clears throat> in fact, if you go to the propsnetwork.com, on the Props Network. They'll show you all the different sites. Again, they don't have touts on there who are trying to sell you picks. They're strictly, they're, they're an outlet. They're a source. So you get my picks on there, you get other information, and then they have different places where they will take you by clicking on 
that are not their company, they don't take they don't take bets. They just send you to places where you can bet legally, and they have them right on the front page there. The Props Network, that's where my picks are posted every week, and that's what happens. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> so it's 6-4. i got to turn that other game on. I can't have more than one game on. I, I, I don't know why they ever got rid of picture-in-picture. Picture. Remember back 20 years ago when television wasn't as great as it is now? You used to get the picture-in-picture picture because you had to have two tuners, two tuners inside your TV. And then you could put that other picture in the bottom of the screen. Remember that, Robin? Picture-in-picture picture was a staple. It was a big oh, deal. Oh, absolutely. I love picture And now picture there's no more picture-in-picture. Picture. I know. It's an outrage. It is an outrage. Hey, Tony, we need to go to uh, line two immediately. Let's go line two. Is this an emergency? Yes, it is. Let's go to line two. We need double box. You know, they can go to the double box, the four, the four box on the Red Zone channel. Oh, oh. Damn it! Son of a bitch, you did it again to me, SR20 Deep. Let's go and to the phone. Especially because it's dark in here. I it know. Like makes it even more so. But we have the whole reason that we have our disco lights tonight. Is that the great Bill Gladney down there in North Carolina? He is there. He's, he's at a golfing trip with four other guys and his wife. His wife is a Cowboy fan. One of the players is a Cowboy fan. No! I know. The Cowboys lost last week. The Cowboys lost last week. Did you see that game? They're still going to win the NFC East. There's not another team in the NFC that can compete with them. Are you kidding me? Have you seen the Philadelphia Eagles with the greatest quarterback in the NFL in the last decade? The great Carson Wentz. Hey, how long is he going to be upright? He's been upright every single week this season, and wait, and he's at, and he went into Green Bay and he beat the stinking Packers on a Thursday night. The Cowboys going, the Cowboys going to New Orleans. They go into New Orleans with a backup quarterback and lose. It's an outrage. <laughs> Wait a minute, I gotta hey guys, I gotta ask you. Hey, Tony. Have you guys hey, been drinking Tony. tonight? Oh yeah, no, Bill. Hey Tony, it's Bill. Yes, Bill. Love love the lights. Thank you. Thank you. It's all because looking of you. Good. I know, looking good. You like it? Do you like the disco? Are you guys listening and dancing? Because it sounds like it's a big party. Are you disco dancing tonight? Oh, we've been playing Neil Diamond here. We've been playing that's bleak shit. That's weak ass shit. We're playing disco. It's a, we got the disco ball up that you sent us. So what are we going? Well, why are we going to play Neil Diamond? It's disco Friday night, man. <laughs> well, I was trying to. Me. I was trying to play, and, and they told me not to listen. Dude, you have some bad friends down there, man. You got bad influences down there. Uh oh, did we lose him? Just yeah. for that, I'm going to have to play. I know we lost him. I'm going to have to play another disco song. Because it's been a while now, Robin. All right. It dropped. Let's go a little... Uh, play this classic, rather. You play Neil... Dun- nobody, nobody in the history of parties or music has ever played... And I love Neil Diamond. Has ever played Neil Diamond with a disco ball spinning. Come on. This is disco right here. Would you call this disco, Robin? Absolutely. Young man, there's no need to feel down. I said 
Yankees have just hit another home run. It's seven to four. Okay, they're back. All right, let's get the dancing going out there. YMCA down in North Carolina. Come on, Bill. I want to see everybody dancing now. YMCA. YMCA. You can get yourself clean. You can have a good meal. You can do whatever you feel. Sounds like a good time to me. Especially the young men part. <laughs> Is this the Cowboys fight song? Don't the Cowboys play this when they lose a game at the end? See, why does it have to be young man? Why can't it be a young he? Him, it, he, she. All right, here we go. We, can't, we have too much going on, Tony, for the phone call. It's fun to stay at the... So, Bill, you're there. You're having a great golf week. We're having a great time. We got, we got a rancorous cowboy fan that was Have you guys been drinking tonight by any chance? That's the golf course right down there in Raleigh Dorham? Yeah. No, 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 Pinehurst. Oh, you played Pinehurst? No, we're not we're playing in Pinehurst. Oh, we didn't okay. Play Pinehurst. We're not good enough to play. Pinehurst. They won't they wouldn't let people like you on Pinehurst, man. You got that right. Ridiculous, <laughs> man. You got that right. No, no, no. We we're not good enough for that. He's got a whole 180 in the bag. That's ridiculous, man. That is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, what is the blood? What is the combined BAC in this golf trip? The blood alcohol. Do you have any meters tonight where you can tell us the the cumulative blood alcohol content yeah, we're, of the we're people? We're solid, probably 0.45. That's each person. I'm talking. How many people are there at this party? Uh, there's five of us now. Five? Yeah, yeah. My wife found a gun. Trying to go to bed, not really. What you need is the video of Bill juggling. I, I, don't, know what, I don't even know what that means. All right, well, you go play with yourself. So, so, yeah, we're having a great time down here. I just want to give you a call and say the lights look great. The lights look fantastic, and I want to thank you again, Bill. Thanks for everybody down there. I- no problem, no problem. We appreciate it, man. We no love the lights. It's all about the disco lights, the disco ball. And it's all because of you, pal. Thank you very much. Now, be careful. Now. No don't, don't drink and drive now. No, we're sitting at home. We got a nice little, little Airbnb on the, on the golf course. Oh, nice man. But, you know, yeah, it's just beautiful. Beautiful. Beautiful down here. So. Beautiful. All right, man. Hope you guys are doing well. I don't want to say too long, so enjoy. Thank you, Bill. Ladies and gentlemen, let's put your hands together again for the great Bill Gladney and the whole crew. Down there in Pinehurst, North Carolina tonight. Getting all nice and liquefied up. But they're in an Airbnb. They're all safe. They're all snug like a bug in the rug. 
Sounds lovely. Let me get one more song here before I give the latest update. Okay, now it. I can turn that on. Oh, I can't. When there's so much stuff going on with the phone, and the phone, we're having issues with the phone lines being so overmodulated. No matter what I'm doing, it keeps popping at the end. Eric, our buddy Eric says it sounds like my uh, Uber passengers on a Friday night. Yeah. Yes, that's got to be crazy driving an Uber or Lyft at like one o'clock oh, in the morning when some, you know you get your phone and it says oh you got to pick up four people and you know they're going to be drunk. Oh right? yeah. I mean, is there anything that you can do for your seats? Can you wrap them in Saran wrap or something? No, you should have plastic slipcovers like my mom Dude. used. Dude. As Trevor says, nothing good happens in an Uber or Lyft at 1 a.m. Take it up, baby. <laughs> Would you consider this disco, Robin? No. This is, I don't think this is music. Are you serious? No. Oh, man. I just got a, a glance at, at my frown line with this... Uh, frown Luca? This mood lighting here. I just realized how... Damn. I need some Botox, Tony. I tried to warn you people about Clayton Kershaw. You know why they started Bueller in game one? Robin, why did you put that, bring it down? Because it was awful. No, it's not. Leave it up. You don't make the decisions on the music on this show, Robin. You don't even know these songs. How dare you? Okay, now it's better. That's the beginning. Now, y'all got to bring it back to the beginning. Oh, you messed up no. the damn intro. Jesus, Robin. Cupcake Eagle says, you're old, Robin. No, I don't feel old. So... Bullshit. I call bullshit. I'm not old. The rest of my face looks so fantastic. It's just this Robin, just drink up. I am. Yeah, I need to drink up. Now, I mentioned earlier, the reason they started Bueller last night, that Odgers, is because Clayton Kershaw, despite his greatness, his ERA in 30 playoff games, 4.32. And the Nationals, obviously, in a must-win tonight. They want to get a they want to get a split. The, the Dodgers obviously want to win the first two games and put the Nationals out of their misery. And the game's not getting over. That's right. Cupcake Eagle says, Robin, you have one job. Drink wine and let me create magic. <laughs> Mikey misses hair plugs. Oh, my God. You do not look old, Robin, but putting up with Tony isn't helping your cause. You are so right about that. This was Heat Wave, Robin. It's a classic. Eh. Eh. Dance with the boogie. 
have another call on hold. I was wondering why the mic keeps moving. My hat keeps pushing it away as I get closer to the mic to do the deep stuff. Yes. I was like, why is this? Do we have paranormal activity here? <laughs> Good job, Tony Bruno. Uh, wait a minute. Earl Hershiser is warming up in the Dodger bullpen now. What up? All right, let's get back to the phones. I was watching the hockey game earlier today, Robin. After I came down here and we helped put stuff together, got the disco ball up, I went upstairs, I put on afternoon hockey action and the Philadelphia Flyers. I even posted the final seconds. I t videotaped the final seconds in Prague, Czechoslovakia, well, the Czech Republic. It's not Czechoslovakia anymore. The Flyers get a big win on the road. Everybody was going crazy during spring. How about that Travis Konechny, yo? How about that Travis Konechny? Jack in the back says, watching this is like imagining my parents getting drunk and turn my basement into a party room. Come on, Jack, you're not exactly a spring chicken, brother. Ridiculous, man. Get out! Get out! All right. Now I'm warm. i got to take the disco hat off again. Excuse me. Uh, Robin's getting the phones. Capitals won again in hockey. Of course, they got that opening night win in St. Louis against the Blue. But this is an unwind show. What do you Sean Green would be available for the uh, Dodgers tonight, but it is still, I believe, Rosh Hashanah. Or too close to Yom Kippur for him to want to play. Bert Hooten is sweating right now. He's starting to uh, warm up. Let's go to the phones. Who's laughing there? Oh, boy. Hello? Hello, hello. Who this is this? Is Shemokin, Pennsylvania. It's Blind Mike. What's up, Tony? Blind Mike? What is up, my people, on this Red Wine Friday night? As I sit here, I want to, uh, Tony, first of all, I have a request. I want to throw out there on this grateful uh, Disco Ball Friday. I want to play the song Flashlight, okay? Flashlight? I, I haven't, I guess. Uh, it's a great Disco song. And I want to talk about the fact that the Flyers finally beat my one of my personally uh, uh, bitter rivals, the Blackhawks, because they stole a Stanley Cup from us years ago. I remember so it. I remember it well. In 2010, that horrible goal in that final game at the Wells Fargo was so bitter that night. I had to leave the place and go get some more beer just to uh, drown my sorrows. But I will say tonight, I'm grateful that we beat those guys. And I'm coming home tomorrow. That's the breaking news. And I, I need to know what is the... Um, yes. I'm leaving this town at 7.30 in the morning. And I'm on my way back. To the smell of a real downtown that smells like a Super Bowl champion town. No, it smells it's worse than that now. The Super Bowl's long gone. No, it's, 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 it smells no. bad here. Trust me. Hey, 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 hey. I haven't been home since. I moved away a month before. And I haven't been able to get home since the damn parade. And I'm mad. I'm bitter at myself for that. I haven't been able to get home, and now I can go home and remember it with my dad and my mind and my heart as I come to check out the pregame show on Sunday. Now, what is the exact address of the? It's at the front. Venue it, it's it? it's at front and Oregon Avenue, right across from Tony Luke's in South Philadelphia. Oh, that okay, it's right there. It's so right in front in Oregon. Okay. Free to park. Come you. on in. Ten to noon. That is the well, pregame countdown to kickoff show. It's countdown to kickoff. Ten. I want everybody to come out. 
We have a hey. good time. Don't have to waste your time in a parking lot with a bunch of shit rules, getting drunk hey, and dis- and get out of control. Tony, you don't have to worry about me parking unless my guide dog is my walking cane and I stopped the bus driver that at least uh, signed me up for hiring it to, you know, whatever. No. That'll be good. No, we're, we're, but, uh, I'm looking forward I'll to seeing good. you on Sunday. So just make sure you get there. That's all I got to worry. I'll be safe. And it starts at 11 o'clock in the morning. So no, I'll it starts be... at 10. We are on 10 to noon. Uh, 10 o'clock. You don't have to be there at 10. We're there from 10 to noon, and then we go to Merrill Reese. We throw it to him for the official mm-hmm. Eagles final pregame show. So we lead into uh, Merrill Reese on the Eagles radio network. Radio network brought to you by PNC. PNC. On 94 WIC. That's pretty good. Like they meet the Jets, and somehow the Jets have so much mono, if they could put it to the Eagles' offensive line, they make the defensive line sick. Oh, that's, be that's a... That's a... He's looking. He is firing his feet. And right up in the middle of the cut is the Sean Jackson inside the 20. He doesn't have mono. He's inside the 20. He's inside the 8. <laughs> he looks like Mike. He looks like Arkansas Paul Fredson. Wow, that's a great Merrill Reese. That is absolutely dead on, Mike. That is phenomenal. On PN, I love the PNC. <laughs> this timeout is brought to you by PNC. Hey, Are we sponsored by tonight? We are sponsored by my own head <laughs> on the Twitch Channel Radio Network. <laughs> on the Twitch Channel Radio Network. Brought you by Big O.T. As we drink, as we drink some Milwaukee's best ice, let's thank everybody that loves deep dish pizza on a Friday night. Thank you, man. That was phenomenal. That Everybody, was phenomenal. You are getting major, major props. Dude, I got, look, I, I, I wanted, like, everybody hear me on a red wine Friday because, and I, I'm not home, but this is the best way to do it. I, I, I just grabbed, like, a six-pack out of the fridge, and I just, I didn't even, like, rehearse anything. I just sat here and just started talking. No, that's a great, that's a, that is, that's just, brilliant. That's a, that, seriously, people, you know, Joe Conklin does a good Merrill Reese. I know a lot of people that, that is the best dude, Merrill Reese I've ever heard. I, I I can be confident. I'm I would love to go head to head with him because we're both Delaware County people, and that'd be cool for the show. Actually, if you can get like me in the studio, yeah, we should have a dueling Merrills, dueling dueling Merrills. A yes. blind dude against a sighted dude, and, and just see. And I, I guarantee you, because I actually imitated.
get run over the face. And I have to, you can actually, yes, I love to have like a nice broadcaster's red line Friday because that's the thing that we need about this. If you can have like an hour where you have like either, you know, like you had, uh, uh, you know, a broadcaster yesterday with the, for the like, that's the kind of stuff I'm talking about. When you have Merrill Reach or you may have, uh, you know, the great. I'm gonna I'm gonna work on that, yeah, gonna, and nice. I will see you on because Sunday, I think that's man. That's a great thing. All right, but I'll talk to you then. All right, there he is, ladies and gentlemen, Blind Mike. All right, but dazzle me. I came with you guys I, Sunday morning, so I know where to go. Beautiful. So I'm not driving to, I'm not driving for to anybody. I'll be okay. All right, buddy. We'll see you there. <laughs> he is, ladies and gentlemen, my Blind Mike. How about Blind Mike? That was amazing. It really was. By the way, first of all, people are saying that there's no way that uh, Spike Eskin would allow Joe Conklin on my show. Yes, he would. Yeah, he would. Because Joe Conklin isn't a full-time WIP employee. Exactly. And why would Spike Eskin keep him? Joe does comedy shows. He does promotional appearances. And they're not on behalf of WIP. I know how it works. Trust me. If I want Conklin on this podcast, Conklin will be on this podcast. EKT8750 says he fired Hollis Thomas for doing a podcast. But no, because Hollis Thomas, I I, I read the whole story. I think the reason that he fired, from what I've read, is that Hollis Thomas was doing things that went contrary to the sponsorships that the radio station had. I didn't read the story. No, that's that's what I heard. Again, I know Hollis. I work with him. Hollis wasn't a full-time employee. And so I'm, I'm sure he was thinking that he's not a contracted employee to WIP. Therefore, he did other things. But one of the things he did, apparently, is when he was told to go or told, when he was said, hey, go do a remote somewhere. You know, radio stations have remotes, like we do on 97.3 when we go over to the different places. Tollman Joe's on Sunday, over Landmark Americana on Monday night, and then Screwballs and King of Prussia on Thursday. We're paid to go to those places because they sponsor the show. And so we are there. We're not going to go to those places and then do something that is against what that place has brought. We're not going to go and talk about the next door, the, the sports bar down the street. Exactly. You know what I mean? So that's what it is. And so... The bottom line is, Hollis Thomas, I guess, got himself fired because he did things. And and then, apparently, he said, hey, man, you know, whatever. And you know Hollis, and I know Hollis. Hollis is one of those guys, you know what, you don't want me to get lost. Yeah. I don't care. In other words, he's there for the paycheck. Yeah. He made it perfectly clear that he would not go anywhere Without a check. And, that, you know, that's, that's fine. People do that. They, hey, I'm not coming out doing anything. How much am I getting paid for this? Right? Exactly. And a lot of athletes are like that. And there's nothing wrong with it. You know, they're used to getting paid to go and make appearances. And so the bottom line is, if Joe Conklin wants to come on this show, and I've talked to Joe, and he's a friend from way, way back. He would totally come on. He would definitely come on. And I would love to see and hear a Joe Conklin versus Blind Mike Merrill Reese off so to speak. It was amazing. Uh, we have one more call on hold, but I'm going to talk to him. I'm going to turn this this box off and then turn it back on again. You're going to reset the box? I'm going to reset the box. I don't know what is going on, but everything is clear. It's, it seems to be just keep getting worse and worse. The more equipment we add to this phone system, no, 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 there's the d- more it sounds like shit, Robin. What is going on back there? There's nothing added to the phone system. That's just it. There is just something funky going on with it. So Jesus. give me one second. Wow. What up? What is in the box? Anyway, 
Charles from the Northeast does a great Meryl Streep impersonation. I don't know Charles from the Northeast. Is he Charles and Charles? Meanwhile, so if you think that Spike Eskin is going to stop Joe Conklin from coming on my show, you would be wrong. The only time that Spike... I remember having Joe Conklin on a show that I was doing, but it was a station that was competing. And Joe Conklin wanted to come on my show because he knew I had good ratings, but then he told me that he couldn't come on after the first time he did because they told him, hey, you know, you're working, you're going on a competitor. I don't compete with WIP. You know what I mean? I don't compete. I don't work for 97.5. I don't work for uh, 94 WIP. So I'm allowed to go on anywhere I want. And people who work for other networks, people who work for ESPN, people who work for Fox, people who work for CBS, they all come on the show. Kevin Harlan works for CBS. He comes on here. CBS doesn't say, hey, Kevin, don't go on Tony Bruno's show. We can have people from anywhere on here because we're independent. And so we control our own identity. We control our horizontal. We can control our vertical. You know what I'm saying? Basically, sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. Exactly. Now, Robin's working on the phones. Okay, let's see how this goes. Wait, Mickey Mouse just said this is a Mickey Mouse operation? No, I used to work for Disney. Who do we have on the line now? Hello? What up? What up, Tony? What up, Robin? What up, Twitch Nation? What up? What up, yo? What up? Not much. I'm watching the the Doyers game right now, and they are not looking too hot right now. Are they rioting yet in the streets of Los Angeles outside of Chavez Ravine? I have not checked yet, nor is KTLA. I have a a live stream up yet on the Twitter sphere. (laughs) Yeah, I got to take this damn Yankee game off. I don't even know why I'm watching this game. It's American League garbage. Robert, where's the remote? I got to change this channel. I need picture in picture. Damn it. We need you need two monitors. You need one on one. We'll have the ALCS, the AL playoff on. The other one have the NL. No, the, on the, I have. We have the two. You see, we have two big screens here. But on the one screen, we have the digital, the digital, and the chat stream, so people can actually see what's going on who are watching us on Twitch. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely, yeah. Exactly. Great, great, great to have. But let's say this. Let's get down to the hockey action. Let's get down to the business. Now, were you watching this afternoon to watch hockey start was, at 2 o'clock in the afternoon? That was nice. It was a nice Friday afternoon matinee. I was loving it. I feel like there needs to be every Friday. There needs to be like how baseball does. Someone needs to play at 2 o'clock so everyone could be watching it. I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> You know what's great about that game? I like that chick on the NHL Network who comes on afterwards. Jackie. Jackie Redman, is that her name? Jackie Redman. And I know the other guy. He was formerly with the Flyer organization. You know who I'm talking about who's on there with her every time? Uh, Is it Scott Hartnell? No, he was was in town. I I, I was watching watching the the, uh, local freight feed with the new new set for the Flyers with... um, Chris Terrian, Al Morgani, and the new girl who's really, really good at her job. Yeah, no, but I, you They're know, the game coach. was on. The game was on, obviously, on NBC Sports Philly, but they were picking up an N- NBC Network feed, and they also were picking up uh, the NHL Network because that's where I was watching it. And then they went to the post game, and they were doing interviews from Prague, and so I, I just kept it on where I was watching it. So I didn't see the local broadcasters. I saw the NHL Network, and there's a woman named Jackie Redman who's very good, and EJ. Yeah. 
Raddick, that's the guy's name. E.J. Raddick. He's good. He's good. Right, definitely. But it's great to have a team that's young. They play harder. The accountability. This is going to be a fun season, I feel. I totally agree with you. I mean, you look at Travis Konechny. The kid already is like, he missed most of camp. He was holding out. They finally gave him a contract. And this guy, I'm telling you right now, I think Travis Konechny will be the Flyers' MVP this year. This kid just is amazing to watch. And he's on a line with a couple of guys that he's played with before. They play on the power play together. And while the Giroux's and the Voracek's are getting older, they're veteran leaders, you watch these young kids. Now, there's a lot of young kids, and we don't know, like, Farabee is going to start in the minor leagues, but he's a 19-year-old kid. And so they do have a lot of young talent. And the question is, can this young talent develop? Carter Hart, obviously, was, you know, starting his first game, first full season, looked great today. And, and that was awesome to watch it, seeing 17,000 people in this, in this arena in the Czech Republic going crazy. There were a lot of Let's Go Flyers. There were Blackhawk fans there. That was really an amazing atmosphere to watch an NHL season start in a, in a, in a faraway land in the Czech Republic. And that was, that was electric. That was really, really fun to watch. It was fun to watch and see Dominic Hasek drop the opening ceremony puck, which was great to see. But uh, it's great to have a sport that's fire on ice back in the full front and seeing hockey Twitter be happy again. By the way, your boy is doing fantasy hockey this year, and that is going to be fun to do. Wait a minute. <laughs> You're doing – and actually I heard that Jackie Redman talk about fantasy points for Travis Connecting today. And I said, really, yeah. Jackie? I said, listen, baby, you're hot. You're really good at what you do. Don't be talking fantasy hockey, please. Don't be talking. I, have tra- I, I picked up late Travis connecting to fantasy hockey, and everyone was looking at me like I was an idiot. Now people are commenting on Robin already. on the tra- Robin looks unhappy. Robin just flew the coop. Smile, Robin, please. See, that's my resting bitch face. Damn it. Robin, I'm going to have to play this to cheer you up. (sighs) The Nationals lead it now three to nothing. Your Washington Nationals of Steven Strasburg is dealing, and they're in the bottom of the third now at Chavez Ravine. I see uh, Mary Absolutely. Hart's back there. Is, is Larry King in the seat? I cannot tell. I feel like he should be. If not, that's bad, for, that's bad juju for the Dodgers right now. Mary Hart, i got to give her credit, man. You know, we see a lot of celebrities show up at big sporting events, and they just show up only when it's important, and then they're not there. Mary Hart is at every Dodger game. Regular season and game. Man too. And who's that? And Marlins man. Yeah, but well. the Marlins man just he's just a rich guy who just goes around and buys tickets to these different events. And by the way, why would anybody call themselves Marlins man? My to be associated with any Miami team right now, whether it's the Marlins or the Dolphins, would you wear a jersey that said Marlins or Dolphins anywhere in public right now, even in Miami for that for that matter? <laughs> Unless it's a Dontrell Willis jersey. Yeah, yeah, you can rock it. Gary Sheffield, maybe, if you bring a Gary Sheffield. By the way, Gary she- I tweeted this the other night. Gary Sheffield and, uh, and, and J-Roll, Jimmy Rollins on that post-game show on TBS, solid, solid. And, of course, Pedro Martinez has been there for a while. But they really – I love that the other night. They were arguing about that play uh, from the outfield in the uh, NLCS game and whether the ball should have been thrown 
to third base or whether the shortstop should have come out and gotten the ball. It's fun watching two great, great Hall of Fame players go out there and go after each other because they know what they're talking about. It's, it's you know, the big difference in listening to a couple of writers, fat slob writers or fat slob uh, sports talk show hosts who never played any sports arguing about something on a post-game show versus Hall of Fame caliber players arguing about something after a baseball game. Absolutely. I feel like the TBS crew is now a lot better. I think they have the torch now, in my opinion, of the baseball crew. Ever since Fox let go of Pete Rose, I thought Pete Rose with the Fox crew that was must see hilarious TV. But now the TBS crew, they have the best crew I feel in baseball. You're absolutely, I totally agree uh, with you. And again, I, not because I know a lot of those guys, but you, I, you know, I watch all the NBA shows on ESPN. There's no doubt the TBS show with Charles Barkley and and, and you know and and obviously that whole crew is the best. Because you know why they're the best? Not because I know them, because they have fun. They talk about the game, they know what they're talking about, and then they do it and have fun doing it as opposed to just the tired, mundane, hey, yeah, let's watch the, let's look at the uh, all 11 now. I love that stuff. Yep. But I want to ha- see Shaq and I want to see Charles go at it. You know, I want to see Kenny. Uh, and obviously, they work with one of the greatest broadcasters in the history of the world, who I love dearly, Ernie Johnson, who is absolutely, absolutely. a pro's pro. And he does baseball, and obviously he hosts that uh, Inside the NBA show. Simply the best. And I don't care if it's 1 o'clock in the morning. I'm still watching yes, Inside you, the you NBA with those them. guys. I am well. I am as well. I've been doing this in college. But it's awesome. Can we get this back? Can we, let's bring this back to the Eagles. Let's bring this back to the Eagles. As we always say, we rob our up on the air. No, but we never this brought it back. Idea. We never started it off with the Eagles to begin with. So how do we bring it back to something we never actually talked about? That is true. That's my bad on me. Might as well give me one of those. Let me give you one of these right now, man. That's the kind of – that's not – see, normally I would yell at Robin for that lack of attention to detail, man, but I expect better from you, Trevor. I mean, seriously. I am so sorry. I hand up my bad. I picked a Mexico before and Karam Butler. They're not bad, as Jim Cowan would say. Exactly so, right, man. Absolutely. So, if the Eagles have this – I don't like to say a practice game. I think it's a good it's a good tune-up game for the Vikings, Cowboys, and Bills game. I feel just if they get this win this Sunday, it just win can lead them to momentum into the Viking game and into the shutout versus the Cowboys. They have they have right? to win. I mean, listen, they have to win this game against the Jets. I mean, they're fourteen point favorites. Uh, while you know, while Detroit, some people remember the week before the Detroit game after they lost to Atlanta, there are a lot of people in this mm-hmm. city. Eagle fans, air quotes, who were like, oh, my God. There were, like, people giving up their tickets. There were, the, the, the energy for that game was not even here. We could see it in the pregame show. People were not excited because they thought, oh, they were worried that the Eagles were going to lose to the Detroit Lions. And then they did. And the difference is the Detroit Lions, as we've seen now, are not really that horrible. They're not a bad team. They're not the Dolphins. You know, they're not the, they're not the Washington Redskins who are really, really bad. Detroit's got a good team, and, 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 you, and you see their quarterback, who hasn't won any big games, but this guy can still make unbelievable throws. I mean, that throw he did last weekend, right through traffic. I mean, he had to, he had to put that ball on a rope to get to that receiver in the back of the end zone. I mean, that's just talent. The guy's got a big arm, oh, yeah. and I'll tell you what, if they can run the football, their defense is pretty good. I don't know if they're going to win anything with Chicago in that division, but the Lions are not a laughing stock anymore. I think Matt Patricia, who a lot of people didn't like in the beginning of the year, 
I think this guy's and got this team. Lombardi, and Lombardi bashing them as well. Exactly. I think, I think this team's headed in the right direction. I really do. I think they're going to be a fun team to watch. It's going to be a great Sunday ticket team to watch if the, lo- if the local game gets pretty boring or the late game gets pretty boring, in my opinion. It's a good Sunday ticket team. Absolutely. The Detroit Lions, including the Chiefs. You got to have the Sunday. Like last Sunday, of course, there was no Eagles game. And I watched the Sunday ticket. When the Eagles are on, I watch. I have to focus on the Eagles game. As soon as that's over, then I put the. And then then there's a commercial that halftime I'll flip over to the the Sunday ticket. But uh, people are asking now. Databoy19 just checked in on the Twitch stream and says. Robin, bitch face or not, what's the verdict? Do we have to do an online poll now? I, I already know I have it. I already Put know on the that phone, I Guillermo. I have resting bitch face. This is not an argument. Robin, you know you're on camera and then you know okay. people are looking at you That's and like... you got all dolled up for the show. I, usually... I just fall down in here out of bed. And then you got resting bitch face. I usually try yeah. to keep a smile on my face at all times. I try, but you know, every now and then I forget because it's hard. It's Are hard you to saying you're, you're saying you're phony that when the light comes on, you're like those TV hosts when yes. you're sitting there, and then the light comes on. Hi, everybody. Hey there. I'm like a cockroach. <laughs> That's exactly. You've seen that people. I am like a cockroach. As yeah. soon as the lights come on, I try to I try to put on at least a little. I, I try to tighten up these muscles just a little bit to have a little bit of a smile. But if I forget, then resting bitch face. See, that's, there you, you, can't, you never see me have resting <laughs> bitch face. By the way, I'm going to play this for my boy. Blind Mike, he requested it earlier. I don't want to forget him. You want to hear some Parliament Funkadelic. Now, this isn't exactly disco. Oh. But this is flashlight, Robin. Not fleshlight. This is funk. This isn't disco, baby. Yeah. I got some ratios for you, by the way. Since I did, I do the six forty-five a.m. spin class every Thursday. Would it, would it give me a give me the latest yeah, like, ratio, man. Eleven girls, five guys. Like one of the ladies is a teacher. Shout out to Rachel, great teacher. Eleven girls, five guys. Yes, including yourself, including my myself. No, I, I wasn't there. Trust me. <laughs> That's a pretty good right. ratio. Great ratio for a Thursday morning. That's not bad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Other than that, let's, let's get this with This is my song, Tony. Now, it, was, it wasn't Five Guys, the burgers jo- burger joint where they were working out in, right? No, 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 no. Cupcake Eagle says, Robin, did you have resting bitch face before you met Tony? Asking for a friend. <laughs> um, no, you know what? Come to think of it, I think I think you might be onto something there. Is it some paranormal activity that's affecting the phone lines as well with the bitch face? John Goodman112 says, you look like Stone Cold's and Butterbean's love child. Who, me? No, I'm assuming he's meaning me. Robin looks like Butterbean? Who's Butterbean? Butterbean was a big fat fighter who was like just a blob. Ladies and gentlemen, making his way into the main studio now, sashaying his way in here. Where's his headphones? The the headphones are in the closet. What it do, baby? What it do? What the hell you, is going on down here? What do you <laughs> think? Disco what do you light, think? Baby. What do you think of the disco light? We have Bill Gladney from North Carolina. 
Remember he sent it to us? What, we it's have, always di- everything's always disco, Tony. No, nah, but we have a disco Friday night. Luigi Curto just in the house right now. People saying, what up, Luigi? What up? What up, yo? What up? I need what to up? Get, I need to get some. Yo, weed. What do you need? Uh, Robin, I thought you had all this shit plugged in. You're the one who told me Luigi was coming. I didn't know it. And you don't have anything ready for him. So I, well, as soon as I showed up, Riddle dropped one in the box, so everything's right. You know did what I'm saying? Oh, he yes. did. We just cleaned one up. Well, well as soon as I, I walked say, in the Robin door, cleaned one up. He must have uh, heard you coming. Exactly. Usually, that's what most women, most women do that when yeah. you show up. Everyone takes a shit as soon as I arrive. <laughs> Duncan Dad says, fill that glass up. Oh, yeah, Miss Evan. Miss Evan, one of these. I brought you the, bo- I brought I the glass. That, I brought the third glass down for you, man. You must have thought I was already drinking when I walked down here in a Flyers t-shirt. I know. I we saw start you post the scene. That How about that? How about that? Some will say it's photoshopped. <laughs> See, Luigi, you knew he would finally get it. He's going to be on board with this club. That's right. I may make a prediction right now. You know, I'm pretty good at my predictions. Mr. Thursday night seven and zero. Now you put an over under on how long I stay on this on the on the ice for? No. Who goes deeper into the postseason here in the greater Philadelphia area? The Philadelphia 76ers or the Philadelphia Flyers? Uh, the well, let's see here, Tony. If, if, one, if one organization doesn't go to the finals or to the Eastern Conference finals, their coach is gone. Yep. So I got I to gotta say it's, the, it's, the, uh, it's got to be the Sixers. What? You stepped in poop, man. How am I supposed to know? When you run down the steps, you know that these stinking I cats. Run, I didn't run down the steps. I came down the steps. How am I supposed to know if Riddle went on the steps? I don't know. You're supposed to look. Jeez. I'm supposed to did you have poop outside? Did you step on? Did you? Did... No, you might have. No. Gotten... Are you sure you didn't bring it in? From I didn't bring it in from outside, but there's poop on my thing. It's got to be from Riddle. That son of a bitch. Yeah, sorry. I got my foot up. We got to turn Luigi's mic down a couple RCHs. It's all right. I'll, t- I'll talk a little lower. No, no, Robin no. I think it's, I think Robin has it high. That's on okay. The, on the That's board. all right. Sorry, right. we want to adjust it. Too. That's fine. I'm so, I should have been up on my skates when I came downstairs. I apologize, Tony. It's all right. What's up with the Dodgers, man? What's up with the Dodgers? Clayton Kershaw, oh, man. He's in playoff form, Tony. <laughs> it's, it's unbelievable. And, you know, that's why they started Bueller last night. Bueller. 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 I told you the story earlier, right? You know the Phillies passed up Bueller in the draft. For Did who? you know that? For who? For some guy who's in double A, who's hitting like 240 in double A. But, but, he may, but he may turn into something. Yeah, he but might. Bueller turned into a, I know, I a, a playoff joke. opening starter. For the Los Angeles Dodgers. Didn't he win like 18 or 19 games this year? For Bueller? Yeah, I forget what it was. No, he had a great season. But Kershaw, man, as soon as the, the playoffs start, the wheels fall off. And it's, just, it's, it's a shame, man. You know, who's got a worse beard? Clayton Kershaw or, or the other dude who's pitching for the Washington Nationals, Steven Strasburg. Steven know. Strasburg looks like he could build, be building, uh, what do you call it, sheds. Up in Lancaster County. Uh, it's a sh- you ever you know, see those dudes up there? You know, your mom lives up in that area. Hey, Wang. No, she moved. Oh, she moved she out moved. of Lancaster County? Yeah, but, the Lancaster, yeah, like but all, you know, the, all the, the Stolfus. The and all, all those All the Stolf- Stolfus people that yeah. make all the sheds. Mm-hmm. Clayton, not Clayton Kershaw. Steven Strasburg looks like he could be Amish. Clayton Kershaw looks like a guy who's scruffy. Not, that's bad beards. Yeah, but you see the beard. Like, the guy's worth $150 million, right? And you got to grow it in all white trashy like that? Just shave it off, man. Clean yourself up. You got to clean it up, man. So, look, some people can wear a beard. Others can't. That's just the way it is, man. Just shave it off. You look like a vagrant. Uh-oh. Nah, yeah, that's, that's going to be caught, man. Come on, man. Don't, don't put your foot down. We got poop on the floor, ladies and gentlemen. Tony, I got to tell you, man. We got a shitty situation. This place looks amazing down here. You like it with the disco lights? I love lights it with the disco low. Light. Did you used to say that vibe. when you were uh, back in the 70s, Tony, when someone, like, instead of saying cool, you would say disco. Disco, baby. Disco, baby. It's a disco Friday night, yo. 
We've been playing some great disco tunes, too, man. You want to talk about good shit. Have you played, um... What's your favorite disco song? Oh, man, um... We played YMCA, so you missed that one. Thank God. Did I really miss it, though? <laughs> you know I, mean? I mean, I've been banging the best hits from the 50s, and actually from the 70s and 80s. It's the disco era. And songs, too. And songs, too. <laughs> I mean, I got some BGs in there already. I got uh, Michael Jackson in there. Chirp from the 203 says, Luigi, are we going to boycott the Phillies if Kapler's coming back? And guess what, boys and girls? He is coming back. Yes, so you better is. be ready for that because he I is thought, coming back. I, I knew they would make a decision today on something. Yep. And obviously, Clentac is not gone and Kapler isn't gone, so they got rid of their pitching coach. Didn't he? Wasn't he? A, a, didn't he have a couple songs? Uh, Chris Young. Didn't he have a couple? Chris songs? Young. No, I'm not sure if he did or not. I think Chris Young was a recording artist. But one of the other songs, Robin, can you put? I, I know you're. Where is Robin? She's, she's upstairs. What do you need? Tell I me. need you to put this. Put the uh, my machine up here. I'll get that one. I need the disco music I machine up. Robin's like Nick, the guy who runs the show. She just gets up and uh, I know you had to clean stuff, Robin, but you put the music down. The I disco. Took, I took machine. care of it. I took care of it. I got it. Now this is a good. This is this is more funk. Disco Inferno is good though. Oh, I had this. I had to come in. I started the show with the tramps, baby. But this is a good song, dude. This could be disco or funk. I like the other ones, like upside down. You turning me? No, this turn, is this is the Brothers Johnson, man. Excuse me, Tony. I had. To clean I know up that, but you have. But if you're gonna get up, just like you yell at Nick when he gets up and leaves the set, when we have to play something. You didn't need to play something when I. Yes, left. I did. I had Luigi. He asked me to play a song for him. I, I know. I didn't ask for this though. <laughs> I didn't trust me. I definitely didn't ask for this. <laughs> How about the Love Train by the OJs, Tony? I, I love the OJs. That's not disco, man. How about Boogie Wonderland by Earth, Wind, and Fire? That's not disco, man. Dancing Queen by ABBA? That's not disco, man. Dancing Queen. How about Night Fever by the Bee Gees? I already played that. Did you go a little late freak? Say chic? Yes, I already played that. I also played the... Uh... Oh, Don't Leave Me This Way by <laughs> Thelma Houston is a... Cl- That's probably my favorite one, Tony. All right, now relax. Play Action Real says, Luigi, shout to my son Colin for me. I will. I'm sorry we can't do shout-outs on a Friday night. It's a disco Friday night. That's right. No, I'm just kidding. We know we love Colin. Yeah. We, we, we do blowouts in the bathroom <laughs> instead. <laughs> Cocaine is a hell of a drug, Tom. <laughs> so now this is disco right here. You know what I'm saying? How about More, More, and More by Andre True? Andrea True Andrea Connection? True, yeah. You know what song this is, right? This is chic, too. Everybody dance. That Boy 19, Kung Fu Fighting, Tony. He's right. I mean... I find it hard to believe that everyone was kung fu fighting at that time. They I mean, were. I mean, it's, it's statistically impossible. Crack that up, Robin. Now, come on. I know you got poop on your hands, but you got good shit on the radio. Remember this? This is disco, bro. This is Bob Pantana right here, brother. Jesus, Louises. What? What part of... Work the mic do you not understand? I'm all the way over here. I you need know, to turn it down over there, Robin. Hear it. Hear it. You're talking too loud. Clap your hands. I can't hear it because my headphones are too low. I just sat down. Come on, man. You want see? How old were you in the disco area in the eighties? I wasn't born. Oh, in the eighties, uh, I was born eighty-one. So you really weren't. You really didn't understand disco, did you? No. Cool, cold twenty-six says, "Relax, Luigi. We're not filming a western." I don't. I don't know what that's all about. I have no idea what that's about. I don't know. I, Jack in the back says, "I prefer Kung Pao fighting." I like Kung Pao with the peanuts. It's good. You know, George likes his uh, his chicken spicy. I like Bob Pao. Bob Pao. Bob Pao are those pork buns. Oh, those are fantastic. Yeah. Those are really good. Uh-oh. 
Jock Peterson has just hit one off the uh, fair pole. That's good for me and FanDuel, baby. In right field off the Emirates fly better foul pole or fair pole in right field and all of a sudden. Oh, no, he didn't. They must have shown a highlight from last night. Oh, damn it. That was I hate up. when I look up and I see somebody hit a home run. It was from last night. It's still three nothing Dodgers. You must not watch many Phillies games this year. False alarm, ladies and gentlemen. That that was that was last night's home run when the Dodgers won the ball game. People, Tony, I'm getting texts saying people are loving the new set down here. It is this shelving is... everything. That they're loving the new set. Absolutely. I still don't get the the uh, the film in a reference, uh, the film in a Western reference. But hey, no, we'll go with. I it. don't understand any most of the references anyway. Tony, I, I got to uh, again. I I um I touched on this about five seconds while we we're on the phone with you earlier because we we're trying to fix the phone the phone system for the callers. But I got to say thank you again for the Mr. Thursday night pick. The hook, well, the, the hook saved me on this one, Tony. Yep. I, I was all over the over. It went down. Remember, it was two, and then it was one and a half. And so I posted in the afternoon. It went down to one in some places, but technically it was Rams plus one and a half. So if you took Rams plus one and a half, even if you took it at one, it's a push, and you hit the over. But I gave you the Rams one and a half plus the over 49. And that's another two-way winner. It's 7-0 and now on The Thursday over night. was easy money. Yeah, but, absolutely. But, 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 the, absolutely. but the call the coin flip game. And, I, again, a lot of things had to go one way or the other, and the Rams should have won that game. But still, we appreciate you. Hey, Tony. No problem. Thank we you. We have hockey's number one fan on the phone tonight. We just had Trevor, who said he's in fantasy hockey now. Yeah, I hate to do it to you, buddy. I, I, I can't get into that. He has Travis Connecty. He has had two goals today. Congratulations, but I can't, I can't stay for that. I can't. I'll do a lot of things fantasy-related, Robin, but hockey is not one of them, all right? Wow. All and right. now now Trevor's going to come after you, man. But by the way, let's go to the phones. Do we have the man himself? Yes, we do. A man who would have been in the Czech Republic had he been able to get out of Norristown. Unfortunately, he wasn't. It's a tough trek, Tony. That is. That's a tough road trip. <laughs> well, you know, it's 202 by Trooper. It's a pain yeah, in the you ass. Yeah, you just, you're just getting off the blue route. Is hard enough. Right, we're 76 merges. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a pain in the ass, man. It's a pain in the Ladies ass. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go to the man himself. The greatness that is. Jose from Norristown. What up, yo? What up? What up, Luigi? Oh, what up? What up, Brunos? What, what up, Miss Robbins? Can we play some kung fu fighting from Carl Douglas? Love Carl Douglas, but that's not disco, though. That is, yes, it is. Yes, it is. You think so? <laughs> yes, it is. Now, where because were you in the disco era? Jose. I was born in 79, near the very end. No, that was right in the middle. You were right in the, uh, that was right in the wheelhouse of disco. Yep. Now, Funky Town, that's not disco. Yeah, that's, it, that's a little disco. This is great, though. This isn't, this is not disco, I though. know it's not disco, but it's a request. Jose's uh, one of us. You know what <laughs> we did today in Prague today? What did we do? We beat Black Hawk action, yo, four to three. Let's holler it now. Everybody was kung fu fighting. While we were in Prague, Travis Konechny did some kung fu off fighting by scoring two goals, alongside with the raffle ticket, who scored his first of the season. The actually, three goals actually went in against the against the Flyers, but they're they're a little bit behind over there. They'll catch up sooner or later. Don't worry. That right. coach will not let a team sit back with a lead. Let's turn the beat around. Is that is that this guy? Yeah, uh, yeah, Vicky Sue Robinson, absolutely. So basically, I trust in Coach Vigno and Yayos and Gord Murphy's of the world to straighten that out because guess what we got next week, yo? We got. Well, the Flyers are going on the road for like 100 days now. <laughs> yeah. They got like one home game, and then they go out west and play in Vancouver. What the hell's going on? Tell Commissioner Bettman to lay off the road schedules, yo. Exactly, man. Other than that, what up, 
Zimmer and Subans against Jersey a day after my birthday. That's right. The Flyers playing the New Jersey Devils with P.K. Subban and, of course, Simmer. the Simmer, Wayne Simmons. Yep. Sim Simmer, who got the keys to my dinner. Yeah. How about and the hustle? Got, Can we play the hustle? That's the that's gotta be number oh, one. Oh yeah. Right? The hustle? No. Bam well, McCoy? No, Bam McCoy is definitely disco. There's no doubt about but it. But the hustle's gotta be up there. Yeah, Bam McCoy did the hustle. Right. Do the hustle. I may have to dance though. Not Colt McCoy, who's starting for the Washington Redskins. I, I, I How about yeah, that tone? I know, I did a whole breakdown segment on that. Colt McCoy, pack your bags, Jay Gruden, yo. You that know shows it, you what we've been hearing all week is that Jay Gruden does not like Dwayne Haskins. And no, I'm saying he didn't want him. He didn't want anything to do with him. Why would you not want him? He's, he's, is he not better than Colt McCoy? And, and and you have a week. Now, last week he threw him to the Wolves. You had a whole week to get him ready for the Patriots, and now you're going to throw Colt McCoy in there? I know. I know. <laughs> that's, that's a, that's do you want to know why, Tom? You're fired, yo. Do you want to know why? Because he'd rather have the Patriots pistol whip Colt McCoy than ruin Dwayne Haskins anymore. That's That's got to be the only – I mean, it's the only way to protect his quarterback by not letting him play. This isn't the original. I got to get the best one. Man. I just want to go. I just want to go throw a pair of like brown slacks on. You know, maybe like a, a mushroom button fly, like like butterfly power. I'm about to put this on. It won't fit on me. Do the hustle, Tony. That won't fit on most people. <laughs> I, I'm going to be watching while the Phillies are. Tony two step. He two step like this. I saw him shimmy under the table. Look at him. <laughs> Do it. Listen like, to Like a rhinestone cow. This is not the original. No, no. I want Van McCoy. That's right. the remix. Can you Other find than that, moving shit? on. Let's get back uh, down to the business now. Come that's, on. that's what we're trying to do here in this show. Um, number one. Love to love you, baby. Uh, while Luigi's requesting music, um, let's get to the business, shall I'm we? Number one. Music. I'm learning. Starting Colt McCoy, that's a fireball offense, yo. I yeah, agree. I'll give you your fancy tip of the week right here. Fancy owners, leave Colt McCoy on the bench. Leave McColt McCoy off the off the roster, off the entire league. Ready for this Redskin thing? Ready for this Redskin segue? You could leave him off the reservation. How about that? Zero and five this week, yo. Unbelievable, man. Well, they're you know obviously they're two touchdown dogs at home. New England's going to absolutely just destroy. And remember, New England played like crap last week against Buffalo, and the only reason they pulled that game out is because they knocked their quarterback out, who was making a lot of mistakes anyway. But Buffalo had a legit chance to beat the Patriots. They were they were a Matt Barkley the away. They were Matt Barkley away from beating the Patriots. Yep. And you got to tip your cap, Tony, to the Buffalo Bills because that defense comes to play each and every yep. day. I mean, exactly. They, and I don't mean like they don't come to play. Here's a hot take. They get paid to play. No, yes. they're really really good. The Buffalo Bills defense is is a stout defense. A I, I totally defense. agree. And they let that one get away. You got to win that game at home. You do have to win that. And game listen, at home. the Patriots are the best team in the league until somebody proves otherwise. But that's a winnable game. Buffalo's the only team in that division that's going to give them any kind of trouble. Yeah, they're the only one who has a chance. Absolutely. Miami's obviously not doing anything. What up, Willie Stargell? The JTS Jets suck. Don Candelarius. Sam Darnold's still nursing that whole mono thing. He's not going to be out there. Well, Beagles win this week, yo. What up, Luke Fox? I'm playing this in honor, Jose, just sorry to interrupt you, but I'm playing this in honor of Luigi who is expanding his family that's, tomorrow. I'm expect, that's right, I'm expecting. No, ladies, now, with right. boy or girl, did you have a did you have a, uh, a, a gender reveal party yet? Yeah, she's a real mutt, Tony. <laughs> yeah. I adopted be- a dog. She's coming home tomorrow. Well, ladies we, and gentlemen, baby. We are so excited to be, uh, accept, to be inviting a new family member into the Bruno Familia. Yeah. The only bitch I'll ever put up with, Tom. Other than that, I got, congratulations, I got, Hey, thank you, Jose. I appreciate that. I'm, Jose, I'm going to make you godfather to my dog. How about that, brother? 
That'd be awesome. Would you like to be that? Dog father, Jose. Dog father. <laughs> the God. Uh, yeah. Last the time dog. somebody was called, there was a guy named Don James in That's Seattle. Right. Mikey misses hair plugs. R.I.P. Michaels and Ben Salem, baby. This shit would be playing on a Friday night. Absolutely. And the Cougars would be hunting youngsters like blind hobbled deer. Never paid for a drink in my life. <laughs> You'd be amazed what a, what, a, what a tight black tee could do around a couple of Cougars, man. You'd be amazed. I'll be a dog father, no problem. Jose, I want you there. Right? I'm going to bet. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Michaels and Ben Salem is closed? Yeah, it's done, man. Shit. That's a huge loss. That means I got to go over to Jersey now and go over. What's the place again, Rob? Rexy's. No, not Rexy's. The big uh, oh. Cougar hangout bar. Adelphia? Adelphia. Adelphia. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that where Bob Pantano is right now? Would you Pantano please take that right thing off? Yeah, it's, it, things it, looking pretty bad. Come on, just, man. You can't wear it like that, Tony. You look like Cam Newton on a bad day, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. This one, this one is Philadelphia's own Tony Bruno. There's a lot of. This is the song Luigi wanted to hear, though. Oh. Wait, let me let me okay. play this one, Rob, because this is. Can you bring it up, yep. please? What? That's it. This is one of the original disco. Songs. This is disco right here. This buddy. is the original. Vicky Sue Robinson. Turn the beat around. Remember Robinson? Yo. Let's just check Tony's knowledge. Tony, who sung? He's the greatest dancer. I already played that earlier. Former Phillies pitcher, uh, what's his name? Her, Pat Hernandez. Oh, Sister Sledge. Oh, Sister. No, we are family. No, turn the beat around by Sister Sledge. Yeah. How about Rock Your Baby? Is that disco? Yeah, yeah. But let's listen to Vicky Sue. Here, come on. I remember dancing with this man back in the day over at the Shabu Ballroom. You're the only one still here to remember that, Tony. Over, over the fabulous Woodbine Inn on Route 73. Did you, did you guys read this one yet? This is the 30 best disco songs that every millennial should know. Are you ready for this list? Yeah, give me the list now. How about this? How about Tantra by the Hills of Katmandua? I don't have that on my list. No. So. Right. Karen Young with Hot Shot? Yeah, we played we Hot play Shot. That. Okay, did you play Not Love by Trilogy? No, I haven't played that one, no. How about Problemas de Amor by Alexander Robotnik? That's a really bad list. That's a bad list. Who came up with this list? You're this is a worse list than uh, the ones on Sports Talk Radio that are Mount Rushmore's. You're the but one for on. me by D-Train. Here, hold That's on my a Tinder second. handle, by the way, D-Train. Tony, here, here, here. Oh, yeah. yeah I don't like That's, this one. That's the sound of Philadelphia, the TSOP. By MFSB, TSOP. Here are the starting lineups for your... Phillies, for Phillies. the starting for the Phillies, center fielder, Gary Maddox. Batting second, number nine, Annie Trio. Yo. Yo. <laughs> number three, number 21, Nate McBride. Not Kirk McBride. Batting fourth... Number 20, Michael Jack Smith. Wasn't it uh, the anniversary of Michael Jack hit one out of Olympic Stadium? Uh, you Almost. remember that shit, man. What's that, Jose? October 4th, That's right. October 4th, 1980, Jose. That's when he hit one out of Olympic Stadium. John Brannigan. Yep. <laughs> oh, this one's a good one, too. This is another Donna Summer. I mean, Donna Summer is oh, yeah. the penultimate oh, disco absolutely. queen. Absolutely. Right here. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. This is the shit right here. Yes. <laughs> toot toot, beep, beep beep, bitch. That's the sound of what South up? Philly right there. Every as soon as this came on, every girl was like, "Oh my god, come on the dance floor!" This is me in my car driving down the street. I'm like, get the f- out of the way. <laughs> beep beep. Toot toot. 
Yeah. What, about, what about that song, Last Dance? Oh, yeah, we play that. We play that. That's, that's the last song of the night. Okay. okay. The, For all you lovers out there. <laughs> what about that Night Fever? <laughs> night Fever by the Bee Gees? I already played that earlier, Jose. You want what me to turn it up or down, Robin? What about how deep your love is the Bee all I hear is click clocking. That's I because know. that's me turning because it up here. He shouldn't be touching it at all. Well, you're not turning it down. You always yell at me to turn it down. For what? When, when Luigi's talk, when somebody's talking, you bring the music down. I bring it down this time, and she tells me to bring it up. Yeah, but the thing is, though, it's with the drumsticks that kill <laughs> He's always got the drumsticks in his hands. Only when there's a good beat. Oh, I forgot to mention. What up, Jack and Wolf? What up, Jack in the back? Yep. Beep, beep. Toot, toot. Two, yo. <laughs> this is Trevor from the 203. This is more fun than being at a rehearsal dinner at a White Claw wedding. <laughs> Maybe I should be at a wedding and say, what up, bride and grooms? Exactly How we doing, right. Yo? Exactly right, man. I this should is... be at a wedding saying that. Oh, I know. Oh, I have another Wait, one. I have one right here. Oh, okay. Bring it up now, Robin. Yeah. Little Cher- Cheryl Lynn, baby. Oh, no, that's... You got to be real. I'm getting there. This is this is the feel of a wedding reception after the, after the dinner rush is clear and the bar is starting to jump. What you feel? What you love? Let me see if I get my throat right To be real. You want to keep no. it real? You keep, keep it, it real, real with me. That's what Ann Iverson said. Now I have two to play in a row that are ultimate. Ultimate disco songs. Are S- you ready? Absolutely. S Falcon 39. I've crashed the wedding. So have I. I've crashed the wedding okay. too. Well, who hasn't? I mean, come Here on. Here we go, Tony. Go ahead. Mm. This isn't disco. No, this is this. This still this works. Was... Pointer Sisters. Absolutely. Yeah, this isn't works. This is not really disco though. This yeah. is disco. I love the Pointer Sisters. Tony, this goes back to five people on stage, one mic. <laughs> Just everybody comes back to one mic. You know what song they use that for, Bruno? Yeah, uh, what do you call it? They use this in the Sixers yearbook? Yeah. Yeah, for the NBA. Thought they used this in, uh, what do you call it, one of the Beverly Hills Cop movies. Didn't no, they? that was uh, Neutron Dance. Oh, yes, right. it's very similar. Yeah, it's that's the the I love the Neutron Dance. They used that as the NBA recap to end the 82 83 season. Oh, oh, wait. Here's another one. Here's another oh, one, Tony. Last night a DJ saved, saved my, my life. life. Yep. There ain't a problem that I can't fix. <laughs> yeah. This is a disco though. Now tell me, what was your what was your go? When you walked in the club, right? When you walked in the club, what was your what was your go-to to get you on the floor? What was the one that got TB moving? Depends on what era now. You know, I go back to the the 62 and some Motown sound. Yeah, I know, I know. I'm talking about the disco. I'm talking about straight disco. All of these songs. I mean, you know, the hustle was good because you could always. The hustle's a good startup song. Right. You just get into that. That was like the electric slide of its day, right? Yeah, exactly. Everyone did that. Now, but picture- all you had to do was stand and just sashay a little bit. <laughs> it wasn't a line dance. You didn't have to do any coordination. Picture this, everybody. <laughs> yes. There used to be a place here. They were doing line dances in the In bathroom. Philadelphia called Aquarama. Yes. Yeah. It was an aquarium, but at night it would turn into a disco. Right. Not at night, no. It would no. only turn into a. It would never turn into a disco. Ed Hurst, a local Philadelphia <clears throat> music legend. DJ and he had he did dances at the Steel Pier. They would tape a TV show there, and on Saturday mornings before the aquarium opened, the Aquarama is actually where there's a CVS down near the uh, the Eagles Training Complex yes. on Broad Street. I pass it every day. This, where the CVS is on Broad Street, as you get closer to Patterson Avenue, 
right there at Haunt and Raft Street. That's where there was Aquarama, which was an aquarium. It was awesome. And they would have dances in there, and they would televise it, but they would tape it on a Saturday morning, and then they would show it the rest of the week. And I was one of the featured. I was not dancing on no, no, air. No, no. Now, I was a featured this. dancer on this that show. This was back in the day when Tony had hair, long hair, and he oh, was right. wearing uh, Cuban heels. Yes. And bell-bottom pants. Well, much like that, much like Aquarama, they had Bronco Bills in the Northeast. And I was a featured dancer on Bronco Bills. So was that on TV? Yes, it was. Where? UPN 57 at 11 o'clock at night. Are you ready for this Aquarama triple? Tony was at Aquarama drinking Aquapana wearing Aqua Velvet. How about that, brother? How about that? (laughs) If people in the Northeast know about Bronco Bills, brother. What up, Herb Wayne Myers? What up, Philip Bailey and Maurice White? <laughs> Mikey misses hair plucks and shadow dancing? That's Bee Gees, too. That's a great song. That's Herb Wayne and Myers, yo. Yo, S. Falcone says, upset alert, UFC losing to Cincinnati. Well, what was my jam growing up? What was your... Into a place. What was that, Jose? Not disco, but more 80s. Uh... uh Sugar Hill Gang. Um, yeah, Rapper's well, Delight? No, the other one. Uh, uh, Ooga, Ooga, Ooga. Oh, no, Ooga that was Ooga Chaka. That wasn't uh, no, Rapper's Delight. Yeah, Ooga Chaka isn't disco either. No, Ooga Chaka was a uh, hunk. Hun- hun- uh, That's the one they played on the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. St- um, uh, um, top Thumb. That's not Top Thumpers. That's... Wasabi. Uh, um, I can't remember. Who, who does Ooga Chaka, Ooga Chaka? That was uh, a little Ooga, dancing Ooga, baby. Ooga. That's the Sugar Hill Gang. We're doing no, it disco wasn't right the now. Sugar Hill no, Gang. No, it was not, Jose. The, the Uga song was uh, was called Hooked on a Feeling, and it was first, there was two versions of it. The original version of Hooked on a Feeling was by B.J. Thomas. Blue Suede. Yeah, but, but B.J. Thomas did the first one. Yes. And then Blue Suede did the follow-up. Right. See, this is, this the is one. it. This That's is the guy that did raindrops dropping on my head. That's yeah, the original. Do you know what Uga Chucka oh. means? No. It means running bear. That's what it means. I thought this was Tom Jones for like 10 years. I did not know that. Yeah, it means running bear. I do love this song, though. BJ Thomas did the original version, Robin, and then these guys ripped it off Here, and funked it up a little bit. Not Trey ori- Thomas. This is the original. Yeah, this is the song everybody knows. BJ Thomas hooked yeah. on a field. I'm not a fan. I mean, not a fan. That's the guy that sung the song. Um, this isn't bad, by the way, either. Yes, he did. Absolutely right. I can't, I can't stop this feeling. So, T, did you pick this one up, T? Or just, yeah. we're just, we're just This is not bad. That's no, not bad. I'm going to begin. Now, whose version was better? I actually prefer this one. Nah, you guys are soft. Tell him to get your glass. Wait a minute. I got it up here. I got some. I'm good. Really? Oh, here's another. Oh, hey, we can add this to your shame list, Tony. Evelyn Champagne King. I love Evelyn Champagne King. I am the white shaft of today. No doubt about it. What up, Tony Bruno Bellafonte? Tony Bruno Bellafonte. See, my wheelhouse isn't just disco. No, I go back to the set. I go back to the '60s, the British invasion. Then you go to the '70s. And you go to the disco era. You know what it is about disco? There's a lot of women moaning. Yeah. You know, if you know, have you just think about it? Like Donna Summer pointers says, there's a lot of this. Oh, 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 oh. They do that a lot in the songs. 
Do we have any stories tonight? <laughs> like, <laughs> what the fuck is going on here? Other than that, I haven't gotten to my business. Uh, let's get oh, down. Okay. Oh, wait, Jose actually has a point. Sorry. We got to stop the music for just a damn second. What's the damn, what's the damn uh, business, Jose? I got three points. Oh, great. Three. Go ahead. Shoot them off. <laughs> I'll shoot them up, all right. I'll shoot them up with gasoline on a kerosene fire, yo. Number ones, huh? Big win by the Flyers today up in Prague. We already did that. Right. Number two. <laughs> Meanwhile, what up, Oral Hershizers and, um, and uh, Fernando Venezuela's in their primes? It looks like Mr. Kershaw's getting the business in game two tonight. It's 3 nothing, and now they're in the bottom of the fifth inning at Dodger Stadium. Where you can get a Subway sub of the day, a six-incher for just three ninety nine. Of course, with tax, it comes up to $6 right. in Los Angeles. Yes. Yeah. And as Sebastian Mascot would say, just run it through the garden. Just, exactly. just run it through the garden. Just run it through the garden. <laughs> Yeah, Kershaw had a rough first inning tone. All, all the down, the leadoff, leadoff yep. double, and then Rendon comes in. Boom. And then, and then who else, Tony? But Howie Kendrick, professional hitter of them all. Howie yeah. Kendrick comes up and sits there and puts one, puts one in the, uh, in the run column for the, uh, for the national. Trevor from the two one three, a two zero three says they need some Eric Gagne and Sean Green, in the action. What about Adrian Beltre and uh, Jose Limas and Odalis Perez and um, Sean Green? That, I just that, mentioned Sean Green. Did you say Sean Green? That, he wouldn't Lance be playing Rose, tonight, though, because it's Rasha Shabbos, though. Is that over? Uh, Ron Say action. Bill is Russell, it Shover Shabbos? I'm not sure. Lopes and Russells and uh, Yeagers and Mike Socius of exactly. the world. They need help tonight. I told you, that those are the two worst beards in National League, or maybe in all of Major League Baseball. Yeah, but you know Steven what? Steven very Amish. Out yeah. of the two, though, Strasburg's is better than No, than it's Kirsten. not. Yes, it is, because it, Robin will attest to this, because when you see Kershaw come out, for the uh, for the sixth inning, it, it's got like it's scraggly. Yeah, uh, yeah no. but you no. But here's, ha- some, here's why. Here's why Strasburg's is hideous. He's got thick enough hair to make a good beard, but then he chooses to do that Amish See? thing. See, his is just sloppy. Strasburg looks like he's he wants to look like he's Amish. Right. Right. See that look? Yeah. It's like he doesn't. Most guys who have the beards now, they have it all the way down under the neck, and it's a big full beard. Right. What's his name? Started the first, the Dodger pitcher. Who started at first? He was with the Giants, and then he went to the yeah, Dodgers. Yeah, it's uh, Brian Wilson. Brian Wilson, yeah. Brian Wilson started the first black. thing with the pitch black beard, and now all these all these baseball players have it. And of course, the Dodger third baseman with the red head—he looks like the guy in the what do you call it in Game of Thrones, right? Who was the dude in Game of Thrones? It looks like the Dodger third baseman. Oh, Justin, yeah. You're talking about Justin Turner. Yeah, Justin Turner looks like a guy from Game of Thrones. He's got the big red beard. The, uh, but the dude. Yes, Strasburg looks like an Amish dude. And that's a hideous beard because he's got a thick enough beard to make it look good. Kershaw's is just, it just doesn't grow in right. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's splotchy and it's nasty. I know it's Justin Turner. Mike, Come on, Mun- man. Mike Muncie over here, Tony. That was a surprise. Max for- Muncie. Max Muncie, sorry. In any case, while I rammed off almost every legendary Dodger I could think of, I'm moving on to three. Um, Go for it. I need, I, need, I need to put the commission, Commissioner Luigi hat on. All right. If I was the NFL, I'm doing away waking up at 9 a.m. in those London games, yo. Yeah, I'm done with it. I'm done with the games in London. They're not on at 9 a.m. It's a 1 o'clock I'm, I'm, start I'm, I'm just done with the, the NFL in London. 9 a.m. London time. I'm done. Yeah, but I don't care what time it is in London. No, I care what time it is here. It's a I, 1 o'clock start. I agree, but I'm done with it. I, well, think it's, I don't care if you're done with it, if Jose's done with it, if anybody in America's done with it. The NFL is going to keep playing games in London every year. I'd rather put the NFL in, in South America Toronto, than I would in Toronto, Canada at Rogers Center, where the I, Bills used 
to do it. Yeah. Nah. I'd rather put it in Canada than I would rather put it in to try to shove it down Europe's throat. Well, unfortunately, we can't do that, Commissioner Kurt yo, because they're trying to globalize, globalize the game. I got news for you. No one else cares about it. They don't care. There's a sprinkle, there's a speckle of fans that are all around the, uh, all around the world, a few in London, some in China, some in Italy, or whatever the case is. They try to do football other places, but it doesn't work. It doesn't work because they don't care. They sell out Wembley Stadium. There's Tony because it's just, it's just once a year. That's it. But if it was every single Sunday, they wouldn't care. What about Tottenham uh, Hotspur Stadium? Where the Raiders and the Bears will be playing Sunday afternoon. Tottenham Hotspur. Yep. And by the way, in soccer action this weekend, we've got Leicester City and Liverpool's action in Premier League. I won't be getting up early for that. I'm sorry. I know. You know what's on? This, this is a disco era song by Rose Royce. Remember back in the Somebody day? Somebody is not- telling me on Twitch I'm losing my fastball. Yeah, you're starting to lose velocity here. Sort of like, uh, not Strasburg. We He's love you, Jose. We'll we might have to go to the hook here, Jose. All right, guys. Working at the car wash, yeah. I like that. <laughs> Cupcake, Eagle, Cupcake Eagle stands up, gets on the phone. He's like, it's time to, it's time to pull Jose off the mound before he lets this one get away from Jose. Let's go to the left-hander. We're bringing the left-hander in now. Because I need a damn car wash, baby. Ooh. Should we get a car? It's supposed to rain later on this morning. Why do you always grab the goddamn sticks? He might as well have them attached to his hands. I am going to have them surfaced surgically yes. attached. Kershaw, five innings pitch, five hits, three three runs, all earned. Hey, now. Which is pretty much a Kershaw stat line for the playoffs. Robin, what were you saying? So the very first, now we were talking about t-shirts earlier because everybody is giving us a hard time that they want freaking, they want Tony Bruno t-shirts, right? Bruno, South Philly fistball. <laughs> so we will be making those. Wait, but we did the t-shirt thing years ago. Huh? Then we did a t- the t- yeah, but we're not. We're, the insignia line. The thing, no, no, no. The, we'll we'll bring all those out again, but we are not going to order them ahead of time, like 200, and then have to send them out ourselves and have them in boxes. Yes, we are. We're going to do no, that. No, yeah. we Let's get are not. We're at it. So um, this is one of the designs that I just put together today. It's obviously not very difficult because it's our logo, but I do believe that this should be the first one that we do. Oh, you have a picture of this, Robin? So this is this is the front, Tony. Work and work. Obviously, the Bruno Nation Live logo. How do I don't you, like it. You don't. I'm still waiting to say it. My favorite T-shirt of all time was the tank top for women. I know that said beautiful. That said I told you we were going to do that as well. But this is the, this is the front. Mm-mm. This is and then on the back. I don't know if you can see this. Let me see if I can. Robin, blow can it I up. give you a little bit of uh, advice here? No, Style I don't. Advice is that the front is too busy already. There shouldn't be so much on the front, like the whole Bruno Nation live. That should, like, it just should be Tony's silhouette on the front, no writing on the front. There should uh, be no Luigi, writing on the front. Shush. I'm, you're telling me shush, but I'm telling you what people are going to buy. I, take, this t- is, take this some, was actually sh- sent to us by one of our fans. Yeah, I know who it is, and he sent it to me too, and I said the same thing. Take some criticism for once. It's not going to work. The front's this too busy. is the bat. It's, it's our freaking logo, Luigi. Right, the logo should say it all. When you write all that stuff on the front, it's too busy. That's why it's not all on the front. In the back. Personally, I'm telling you right now, the okay, silhouette on the front sells You're not better. getting any. That's that, fine. That's fine. You won't sell any. <laughs> I'm just I'm telling you. You want to sell a shirt or not? Leave it up to the masses. All that stuff on the front or just put it on the back. Did she just cut my mic? Oh, she just cut his mic, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. That's so unprofessional. Did you just cut my mic? I did because you, you are being. What? I'm being correct? No. I'm saying what you don't like. That's the problem. Robin. And that's the kind of thing that should be said 
off the air. Just bring the damn music up right now. Okay, so this is official member of the Bruno Familia Sports News Entertainment Twitch.tv Bruno Nation Live. That's too much. That's shit on the on back. There. Too no, much that's shit. on the back. It's too much on there. You got to make it quick. You got to make it easy. I don't like the silhouette. Put him in the bathroom. I'm going ma- to play Mario Kart. Um, Robin, can you turn the music up? I want to yes. play one more song. Let's bring it back to the BG, shall we? <laughs> now, this is a remix. I don't want this one. Why do we have to have damn remixes of everything? hate when your kids fight on the air. Yeah, because it shouldn't be done on the air. That's how it works. Hang on a second. <laughs> Mario Kart? I'm about to do the robot, yeah. This is a great disco song. Mikey misses hairplugs. I'm going to take these and make the Bruno show world famous by handing them out to Conquest the morning after Derek Jeter. And yes, I'm going to going for quantity over quality, so don't judge. <laughs> it is a good drum oh, song. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Mikey misses hairplugs. Are you saying that you're going to use the Bruno Nation shirts as the Walk of Shame outfit? Is that what you're doing? You might as well just give them to me then. What you doing? You What do they say right here? Because this is the this is one of those songs. Well, that Dodger ball girl's got a great ass. What you doing? <laughs> Can you turn my mic back on, please? It is on. No, it's not. Yes, yes it, it is. is. No, it's not. Yes, yes it, it is. is. Okay. All I know is if you play Mario Kart, the disco music is so much better. What you doing in your... What do they say? What you doing in your what? Dancing, yeah. Wait a I got to go back on the, on the monitor and see that Dodger ball girl's ass. I wonder if, like, all the dealers in Philadelphia are going to be calling you and give you a little bit of the percentage for all the money that they, they're starting to make on Coke sales just watching this show. Oh, I just finished first, brother. Yes. What you doing in your what? See, I can get high with you, Tone. As far as the voice goes. What do they say in this song? I have no idea. Did somebody tell me that? Yeah. I'm going to rewind this. I'm going to do a freeze on the uh, ball girl's ass. I hate to do this. It's, I know it's a Me Too movement. But she's wearing the tight pants, not me. Most ball girls don't. Uh, you know, this is L.A. Here we go. Watch this now. Watch number nine. Let's slow it down. Well, it may not be your style of the rip, Tony. It's certainly your style of the tip, though. It's always been that. Oh, here we go. This is a good drum party. 
put the play that on him. You got a TV pause, Holmes. I got it. I said, play the TV right there while I'm playing the drums here. I can't right play there. the TV. Oh, okay. It's coming up here. You got to freeze it when we get to it. Foul ball coming up here, and then I want you to freeze it. Okay, I got it. Freeze it right there. No, freeze it right there. We know where I know, I know where it is. Now watch when she turns around. Freeze it right there. Oh, they get a little closer. They get a, they do a close-up. That's no good, buddy. About 14 years old, man. Yeah, you're right, she said. <laughs> that was just quick. All right, here it is again. Let's watch it again. All right, hang on. We oh, that's go a nice grab, though, Tony. Yes, she did. Now, look at that. Look at that right there. Nah. Oh, freeze it right there. You want to drop it like a toddy when I freeze it right there. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's get to the entertainment portion Jesus of the program. Christ. Let's go to a man who probably went to the theater tonight to see a movie that I have no desire to see. Speak for yourself. Right ass, not tight ass, Dana Boy says. Get some facts and come back and see him. Exactly. Somebody just said this to before Jay joins us. Uh, Oh, I'm sorry. There's a woman talking in my ear about something that has nothing to do with what we're doing here. John R. 84 said, that's, what, that's my favorite drop. Do you like that one? I love that drop. I like that one, too. I like this one, too. How dare you? The hammering. How dare you? And my new favorite one, this Jay Betzel's on the line. Jay, this is our new slogan on the show. When you get hungry, forget about pizza, forget about wings. There's only one thing we should be doing, and you know what that is. Eating children. No, not that. We need to eat the babies. We need to eat the babies. Remember that. I like my baby a nice cocoa van with some seasonal vegetables. That's how I like my baby. We need to eat the babies. Exactly. Or as Mike Tyson once said many years ago in 2000 after he beat some uh, guy in 38 seconds. I want to eat his children. Remember that? Yeah. He was talking about Lennox Lewis. But Jay Betzel joins us. He, of course, is the man with the plan. And he has all kinds of podcasts and stuff. And he's uh, the big weekend box office movie is Joker. Joker, not the original game show host, where you didn't, if you wanted, if you got three Jokers, were you good or bad when you got three Jokers, Jay? That was bad, right? That's the Joker's Wild? The Joker's Wild was good when you got Joker, Joker, Joker. It was like hitting the jackpot, right? <laughs> yeah. That's a tad before my time. I haven't seen that one in a while. I need to get on the game show yeah, network. Yeah, those get shows those are all on reruns. They're all on reruns on the game show network now. Yeah. Now, a lot so of, there's a lot you, of mixed... You're not interested in seeing the Joker at all. No, you know why? Because, unfortunately, I see a lot of people like that without makeup all walking around the streets of the cities every day. And, listen, I know he's right. a great actor, and I know... I don't, I, people can go see whatever they want. I don't tell people what to go see, what not to see. I just, I just... Seeing disturbed people walking around in the streets and doing dangerous things, unfortunately, is too commonplace these days. So I don't want to go to a theater and see that because it happens in real life. They don't dress up and become comic book characters. But that's not the Joker I want to see. That's all, that's all I'm saying. Well, I could not agree with you more. I did see it last night. I saw it for the Bruno Nation, so we could talk about it tonight, specifically for the job. And I thought it was entertaining. It was kind of intense. I wouldn't say it was really what I was expecting, although I guess I didn't really know what to expect. It wasn't anything like the Batman movies or any of those. It was really 
kind of reminded me more of like a taxi driver type movie from back in the 70s with De Niro. It was just kind of just a weird movie because it takes place like in the 70s. And I would say if you're going to look for a Batman-type movie, you're probably not going to like it because, like I said, it's really more about this guy that's just unhappy, and it's just an intense movie all around. And, yes, you know, Joaquin Phoenix is a good actor, and, and a lot of people are going to go see it. You know, there's been a lot of talk about extra security at the theaters and everything, you know, kind of harkening back to the Aurora, Colorado shooting from the Dark Knight Rises. So yep. um, there's been a lot of extra security and everything. But just um, on, on a high note, on a happy note for this, box office-wise, like you mentioned earlier, last night it, uh, for the preview night, it beat Venom's record from last year. It made $13 million. It's on track to make $39 million today, which will top Halloween, the recent Halloween with Jamie Lee Curtis, the $33 million it made for an October opening day. And it's set to grow $92 million this week. So that will make it the fourth highest R-rated opening after the two Deadpool's and the original It. How about yeah, that? No, I mean, yeah, because let's be honest, it's Halloween. The Halloween franchise has been rebooted 50 times, you know, and they brought it back last year and it did okay. But that's what they do. They keep going back to the well. And, and I agree with you. I, I like superhero. I think superhero movies to me now have jumped the shark because – once they get a couple of hits, and I used to love them all, and I love Batman and Superman, but now it's like every movie now, Marvel and DC, has to be, you know, they have to make every movie. Steven Strasberg, by the way, not happy being taken out of the game for the Washington Nationals. He had some words, but I just want to get this update as he was leaving the field uh, in the ball game tonight. 3 nothing still, Washington leading the Dodgers in the uh, top of the sixth inning. So now the other movies... You know, we've been talking about Eddie Murphy. Now, Eddie Murphy last week came out and apologized for his past career stuff, which I you know, he can do whatever he wants. I find that kind of weak, that now all of a sudden, Eddie Murphy, who's now going to remake, you know, Beverly Hills Cop and Coming to America and all those other funny movies, is now having to apologize because of the stuff that he did back in the day was now, is now, of course it's insensitive now. But it wasn't insensitive then, and I don't understand why people have to apologize for things that weren't a problem back when they were doing those things. Right. I don't remember, obviously. I wasn't around for the original 48 Hours to come out, and I know that a lot of people said that about the original 48 Hours, obviously Blazing Saddles. You've got the John Hughes movies with um, 16 Candles that you know people said that. But, I mean, that was a different time. That was a different generation. You know, it'd be like people apologizing for Gone with the Wind or Citizen Kane or something, you know, because it defended somebody. But, yeah, you mentioned going to the well or back to the well. Um, Eddie Murphy is doing Coming to America, too, that we talked about um, probably about a month or so ago that Wesley Snipes and a few others are going to be in. And Collider.com did an interview with him. He's doing the press rounds right now for his new movie called Dolomite is My Name, which will be on Netflix later this month and came out in select theaters today. And as part of that uh, press round, he did a Collider interview and he confirmed that he will do Beverly Hills Cop 4. And Beverly Hills Cop 3 is one of the worst movies ever. Yes. So I don't know. Like, you know, the original one's a classic. The second one is fun. The third one was awful. Remember they went to Wonder World? It was like a fake Disneyland type thing where they are making money. Oh, it was horrible. And counterfeit bills. It was terrible. So I'm really hoping that Part 4 will make up for how bad Part 3 was. The interesting thing about Eddie Murphy, he's apologizing for his stand-up. 
you know, which was raw, and he made fun of everybody. Like, like raw and delirious? Yeah, exactly. He, was, he wasn't he was making fun of it, because if he was ever going to apologize for something, it would be all the bad Disney remake movies that he did. <laughs> Come on, Dr. Doodle uh, was awesome. That. that was okay, but, I mean, he did that Haunted Mansion. Once he started remaking Disney movies about uh, rides at the amusement parks, you knew his career was shot. And I love Eddie Murphy. Well, he, but he, he apologized he made, for his stand-up, not for his bad movies. Right, which is what made him famous to begin with. And those Disney movies, he was doing those because he made a decided effort. I remember reading an interview about it that he, because he was a father and he didn't want to do movies that his children could see. I get it. He see. can do any movie he wants. I don't care what he does. My point is, he, you know, he's, when people have to apologize for the past, I have a problem with that, especially great comics. You know, George Carlin, if he were alive today, wouldn't be apologizing for no. his bits. You saw him. We saw on Netflix. Is What's-His-Face apologizing? Nope. No. Chappelle or... Dave, Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle said, screw you people. I'm going to do what I do. He actually built it into his exactly. stand If you don't like it, go to hell. Don't watch it. You don't have to pay to go see him in Broadway. You don't have to watch him on Netflix. Don't watch it if you don't like it. And that's what bothers me the most is that we have forced people to go back, whether it's their Twitter feeds or whether it's their careers, and apologize for things that at the time weren't that bad. And not only that, but Eddie Murphy would not have been the huge sensation that he was if he had not done those things at that time. Exactly. Uh, by the way, but M. John's... He was Jones... so great on Saturday Night Live, too. I mean, it's funny when you mention, like, you know, the Shrek movies or even... The, what was it, Dr. Doolittle and Nutty Professor, stuff like that, Haunted Mansion. There's a whole, like, generation of people that don't realize what a badass he was back with the Beverly Hills Cop and Trading Places in those days, you know, where he was a, basically the biggest star in the world. Yep. Yeah, I have no problem with we him doing it. I have no problem with him doing the kitty stuff and the voice of them in Shrek. Oh, he was the donkey, right? Yeah, he was the donkey. Yeah, I don't have a problem with that. Yeah. That's, that's, a, that's a diverse career where you do a lot of different things. You do voiceovers, you do comedy, you do, you know, you do cartoon voices. I don't have a problem with anybody doing anything they want. The problem is apologizing for what you did in the past. Now, funny because enough, you weren't committing a crime. You were doing your job. Exactly. Uh, both M. John's Who and John 1984 are both talking about Beverly Hills Cop and how um, they were either haunted or it ruined their childhood. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad I got to well, see I George Carlin. The Beverly Hills Cop 3 was awful. So yet another, we talked about guys going back to the well. We've had Stallone has done an infinite amount of Rambo and Rocky, and now he and Robert Rodriguez, director from Bessel Dawn, they're going to do a TV series version of the 86 oh. action film Cobra. Do you remember Cobra? Of course I remember Cobra. So, the disease and I'm the cure. Now, didn't his other movie just come out, the reboot of Rambo, or yes, is that coming the, out? That's not a reboot. It's the last Well, episode. yeah, it's about the two, last, yeah. Rambo last How did that do? That didn't, that didn't really do anything, did it? It, it did okay, you know, for September release. You know, we've talked about that, too. September release is kind of – September and January is when the movies come out that they're just kind of like, well, let's, let's get this released and get off, yeah, off the slate. exactly. No, to me, I, listen, Rambo was great. And now when you mention – see, Stallone, again, what he all he's doing is going back to the well. And, again, he can do whatever he wants. I'm not saying, how dare he? You know, I'm not that girl who says, how dare you? Exactly. He can keep remaking <laughs> – but Cobra, why? 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 I have a little knowledge on Cobra. Let me throw this out. It's kind of ironic. Originally, Stallone was supposed to play Beverly Hills Cop. He was supposed to play Axel Foley. 
and he ended up leaving with disagreement with the director and stuff like that. And so Cobra is kind of his version of what Beverly Hills Cop would have been if he was in it instead of Eddie Murphy. And obviously it was kind of his ode to Dirty Harry, if you will. There were several of the same actors from the original Dirty Harry were in it. And so he he expected that to be a huge franchise-type movie to go along with Rocky and Rambo. And the summer of 86 belonged to Top Gun and gave us Tom Cruise. So Cobra did not knew as well as some of his other stuff. But kind of the way things are going now, pretty much anything in the 80s is kind of in vogue. I guess we'll have a new Wall Street before too long. Could you imagine if Sylvester Stallone said the iconic line of, Hey, you're not going to fall for that banana in the tailpipe now. <laughs> could you imagine how bad? And listen, Stallone, obviously, you got to give him credit. An unbelievable career. But could you imagine if he was in Beverly Hills Cop instead of you know, it Eddie been Murphy? It would have sucked. It wouldn't have been funny. And not only that. No, it would have sucked. It would have sucked big time. And the, th- the thing with Sylvester is he, I think, ha- he took a really long time to actually become a halfway decent actor. Who, Stallone? Yeah. He's the same guy in every movie. Yeah, but he's gotten better. Uh, like, he's, he's not... Yeah, he has. He's not horrible anymore. Listen, I'm not, the, the, guy, the, guy, the guy is a, is a genius. He took one movie, Rocky, and turned it into a franchise, and they're still making reboots and creeds and all this other stuff. So God bless him. Again, I don't care what people do with their careers. I just don't think that... I don't feel like, because I've seen every... Rocky movie, or no, I've only saw, I've only seen one Rocky movie. That when people criticize me for not going to see Rocky two, three, four, five, six, seven, Creed one, two, three, four, I don't want to feel bad that I don't go see those movies. If you want to go see Creed or any of these other movies or or, or the reboot of Cobra, go ahead and see it. You know what I want to go see now because of the person that we met. We walked in um, today. We were we were Rocco Sofredi's new movie. No, oh. we were we went out to <laughs> Melrose Diner on Passionk Avenue. Yes, and we stopped in across the street. There's a um, it's an old radio like you know like a Radio Shack type store where they sell resistors and transistors and things that Radio Shack used to sell. No, it's been there since the 40s. And Robin went in there and we bought a couple of things because you know I'm I'm like a tech geek. Yeah, so she had to go buy another gooseneck and stuff like this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, to make the mic come down so I don't have to pull this thing and break it. So we're in there, and the guy, I, 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 he knows me, from you know, because he lived there his whole life. His father started the business. He recognized Tony's voice. He goes, are you who I think you are? So then he shows us a picture on the wall, and it's a picture of M. Night Shyamalan and the cast of Glass. Now, you know he filmed the Glass movie. All of his movies, M. Night movies, are filmed in the Philadelphia area. And the last one was Glass with the three characters, as you know, and they filmed scenes for Glass in his store. And really? he has, yeah, he has yeah. an autographed picture with M. Knight in there. He says, hey, you know, I know you're a celebrity, but they filmed Glass in Did my store. Did you know store. that my store is a celebrity, too? <laughs> so now I have to go see the movie or uh, rent it. It was also the last time someone even went in there other than Tony. Oh, come on, man. Time's no, actually, it's, it's really cool. He does um, all of those, uh, the, 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 Video security systems. Yeah, I mean, he's moved on he's from, moved like, on. people don't go in and buy two resistors for 95 cents anymore. You know what I mean? Where they solder their resistors together. Not the resistors are doing the Trump thing. I'm talking about the old radio stuff. Anyway, Jay Betzel's still there. We digress. There. We digress. And now we have... What is this Goliath thing? Goliath is great. We were talking about some guys that might not be that good of actors. Billy Bob Thornton, really good actor. This is his show that's on Amazon Prime, and season three starts today. I didn't even know there was a season one or two. Billy McBride. 
I didn't even know. We have Amazon Prime. I didn't know there was a season one or two of And not only that, but we love Dennis Quaid. We love Bo Bridges. And I love Cheryl and Fenn from back in the day. Tony, by the way, just just to interrupt here for a second, there is a final here. There's an upset. Cincinnati has beaten UCF, and the the fans have stormed the field. We have to thank the – and you know, Jay, UCF – they were the national champions, and now they've lost two games this year, so they cannot say that they are still the national championships down there in Central Florida. You got that right. Exactly right. So, Goliath, is, is there a – Highly recommend it. The first season was really, really good. William Hurd is also in it, and it's basically – he's a, a, an attorney that was formerly at a really big firm, and now he's kind of helping the little guys against the Goliaths, if you will. And this one involves like a billionaire farmer and his sister – in a drought-stricken uh, Central Valley in California. So, it, like I said, it starts today, and if you hadn't seen it, it's one that's definitely worth doing a little binge-watching on. Beautiful. Jay, good stuff, man, as always. I'm not going to go see uh, – I'm not going to go see – Robin, do you want to go see uh, The Joker? You know, I, I, it's kind of one of those depressing movies that I'm not really interested in. Yeah. If I want to see Wackos, I'll just go walking around in Center City, Philadelphia, or in any other major city every night of the week. <laughs> Or go on this broad street subway if I want to see wackos. You hang out with me enough already. Or go down to the uh, Eagles tailgate at 9 a.m. in the F-lot if I want to see wackos drinking Plenty of at jokers 9- in there, Tony. <laughs> Plenty of jokers in there, bro. <laughs> Plenty of jokers, smokers, midnight tokers. Exactly. All brother. Jay, good to talk to you, man. We'll see you next week. Sounds good. Thanks, y'all. See ya. Beautiful. There he is, Jay Betzel, ladies and gentlemen, the host of We've Seen That, the podcast about the movies from the 80s, 90s. And all kinds of stuff. I'm gonna take his reco and uh, check out Goliath. I gotta kill some time at work sometimes. So you have Amazon Prime, right? I do have Amazon Prime. We have it too. There's too many shows on. I don't have time to watch this stuff. Ain't nobody got time for Prime. Ain't Tom. nobody got time, time for, for that. Prime. You know why? Because I have a lot of time right now. You know what I have to do to try to save the planet? Okay, boss. We need to eat the babies. <laughs> I we need to eat the babies. How do you like your babies? You know Go what ahead. though? What? She was not the first one to think about this. Oh, I told you, Mike Tyson did. Yeah. I eat his children. Remember when he said, I want to eat, eat Mike Tyson? That was, it was Lennox Lewis he was talking about. He, I want to eat his children. Because he had beaten some stiff guy. Peter remember McNeely? That no, it wasn't Peter McNeely. It was some other of a... Remember, he, had just, he hadn't boxed in a while. And the McNeely fight was McNeely a McNeely was when he first got out of and jail. Then yeah. one of, and one of his friends just died. But Lou Savarese. So he beats Lou Savarese in 38 seconds in the fight in Glasgow, Scotland back in 2000. Okay. And after, it was a Showtime fight. And I remember it vividly. And then there's, in the ring, he's being interviewed by Jim Gray. And so, you know, he, he was really into, uh, he had converted to Muslim I- Islam. Right. Mm-hmm. And so he starts to talk about praise oh, be Allah. Okay. Do you, want, do you want me to play the beginning of it? Because it's actually yeah. kind of funny. So, uh, no, the reason I, I thought of when I heard this woman say, We need to eat the babies. You know, this was a woman that went to some climate change. Uh. I don't know whether she's a fake or not. And the Dodgers now, all of a sudden, that ball's going all the way to the wall. Is he going to get home? No, he's no. not. They're going to hold. Wow. Did he get the third at least? Second and third now for the Dodgers. One away. One away now, and they're in the uh, bottom, bottom of, the, of six. the sixth inning at Dodgers Stadium. He misplayed this ball. Now, man. Strasburg is still in there, even though he was upset earlier. So I don't know what he's upset about because they didn't take him out of the game. I think he's because he just made a bad pitch. But he's been dealing pretty well. now. So... The clip, Tony, I have the entire clip. What I find incredibly funny is that at the very beginning of the interview, 
he's really trying very hard to stay in his um, Islam character. It wasn't a character. He actually no, converted to Islam. No, I know he Islam. converted, but he was trying really hard to speak a certain way. And then about halfway through the interview, you can see that in his mind he goes, ah, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> so this is just knees started out. coming out. <laughs> so this is Jim Gray interviewing Mike Tyson in the ring after he beat some, some tomato can named Lou Savarese in 38 seconds, knocks him out in a fight in Glasgow, Scotland. And then he goes into the ring and he calls out Lennox Lewis who he wanted to fight next. Let's go to the tape if you don't remember. And, and listen to the transition of, of good talk versus, ah, screw it all. Always confusion with Mike Tyson, who's standing by with Jim Gray. Jim? Yeah. Okay, thank you, Steve. Mike, was that your shortest fight ever? I bear witness there's only one God, and Muhammad's blessings and peace be upon him as his prophet. I dedicate this fight to my brother, Darrell Baum, who died. I'll be there to see you. I love you with all my heart. All praise be to my children. I love you. Oh, oh God, oh, man, what? Is this your shortest fight ever? In any time, amateur, professional ever? Assalamu alaikum, Maida. Um, I don't know, man. <laughs> That's where he yeah. lets you like Yeah, screw Lennox it. Lewis, Lennox, I'm coming for you. Mike, is it frustrating to train like you did and then have no, this I, in I seven or eight train seconds? For this fight. I only trained probably two weeks or three weeks for this fight. I had to bury my best friend. And I dedicated this fight. I wasn't going to fight. I dedicated this fight to him. I was going to rip his heart out. I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal and vicious and most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynx is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody as ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. Are you saying now, Mike, the bike? <laughs> he said, Asalama, fuck it, in the middle exactly. of the thing. I want to eat his children. That's right. So when I heard this woman at this AOC <laughs> climate change <laughs> thing last cool. night, did you see this climate change Which thing? Which is honestly, I mean, it's really sad because she's obviously... Now, we don't know. Very, Some people are saying that it's a it, was, fake it was a fake, this woman. Because I, I, I think I, she's fake. I don't think she is. I think she really... She's because, either a really troubled because person... There are, because after her video went public, there were tons of other videos that people were posting of protesters that were saying the same thing. In And they don't look like they're faking their convictions. They really think, and the sad thing is, is that historically, there have been these types of ideas in the world. Like, I'm not talking about recent history. I'm talking sure. about farther, where where people, you know, were talking about cannibalism as being yes, an option. There's still people who are cannibals. They live in the jungle. They yeah, live in, no, they're in faraway land. That's the no. biggest problem here. The biggest question that comes from all this is, is a baby a sandwich? No, that's a good <laughs> question. You don't know. It depends. <laughs> it's it's a pen. <laughs> <laughs> this could start up a whole new war, Tony. Is so, a baby a sandwich? Well, you know, we have to do this because... And who? And I said earlier today, when I, when I heard this last night, and I'm like, I, I listened, to, I watched the tape, and then I see the woman and... We need to eat the babies. And then I'm thinking, is this, this has got to, first, first I mean, I'm thinking, first the, woman's lo, the woman's obviously troubled, I'm sure, thinking. Sure. But no, then I, I'm hearing that, well, no, she's a setup, and that she was in there acting and pretending. I don't know what the real story is here. All I know is, is that if you want to blame somebody for this kind of nonsense, I blame AOC. She's the one who's telling everybody that we got 12 years to live. And then you get some nutcases, unfortunately, who go on there and say, no, it's not 12 years. We don't have 12 years. We got to go out there and we got to get rid of the CO2. And we got to get rid of, you know, we, we got to get rid of cars. 
and then we got to eat the babies. He needs to eat the babies. Exactly. And you know how many times you, I said this with my kids? I say this with my, my niece when she was born. When you see, what do you do when you see a beautiful baby? If it's your own, or like your godchildren Aww, are born. You know, oh, I'd love no, to no, eat. No, I want to eat. I want to eat, eat you up. Right? Right. You get a little puppy dog or a little kitty cat, and you say, oh, and I do this all the time, Stay even with other dog, animals. Tony. Stay away from my goddamn All dog, I'll right? say. Like when my when I oh went. Oh my, my God, you're so cute! I, I want to eat you. Get in my not. I don't mean not not literally eat you, Although, but it's it's like my my niece is like that, right? Yes. My niece and I are exactly oh, the same. Totally the same. Now Tony does go too far every now and then because he starts. I want to eat you. I want to put you in the oven. And I'm no, like, I don't what? go that far. Yes, you. No, have. I just say I want to eat you. Tony, you have said that. I'm like, what did, children. Children. <laughs> what did you just say? What did you just say? Are the phone because, lines closed? No, the flo- no, the flo- no. phone lines aren't closed. The phone lines. The phone lines. The See, phone- I listened to Mike Tyson, and he's talking about... He's a ruthless, he's a ruthless champion. My defense those has been those were some impregnable. pretty uh, impressive words there, though. He had big words. If yeah. women were only impregnable, that would be even easier for guys out there and for women. You know That's what I'm saying? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> we need to eat the babies. Stop playing. It freaks okay. me out, dude. How dare you? I love that. How dare you? How dare you? Exactly. If you eat a baby, you know what I say to you? We will never forgive you. Yeah. You know what I like to say to her? Hey, shut the fuck up and go outside, all right? That's what I would like to say. Shut the fuck up and go outside. Thank you. Tony, by the way, as we were doing this and babies were getting eaten and children and all those things, the Dodgers did break into the scoring column. It was three to one. But now the uh, the Nationals are up in their part of the inning and they just signaled. And they have a runner on first with nobody out. All right, so the Dodgers had a rally going there against uh, Strasburg. Correct. And they got a run out of it. And so it's 3-1. And Kershaw's out of the game. Kershaw's out of here. And now they lead off with a a single, clean single up the middle. And so it is still 3-1 Nationals in a must-win game for Washington. Obviously, the Dodgers go up three games to two two games to nothing. It's a best of five. Washington's got to go back home and win three games. And I don't know if they're able to do that. Let's go back to the phones. 215-462-TONY, 215-462-8669. Tony, before before we go to this phone call, I just found an article that was uh, entered at the Christian Science Monitor um, back in 2013. Oh, my subscription just ran out. Oh, right. the, The headline is, Why Do People Want to Eat Babies? Scientists Explain. We have an ex- explanation of yes, why the people want to. So this it. woman's right then. So we need to eat the baby. <laughs> it's so like it says, admit it. When presented with a baby, you've experienced a fleeting desire to eat it. Now science has an explanation. Why? Uh, if you're like most normal people, this article says, most normal. you've briefly considered eating a baby or two. Not literally, of course. That would make us no better than hamsters or wolf spiders. But pretend baby eating, that is, explaining to an infant that she is so cute that you just want to gobble her up, is in extreme cases, gently grabbing a pudgy appendage and making cookie monster eating sounds is not unheard of among homo sapiens. Why is that? Why do babies always seem so metaphorically delicious when you're not particularly hungry? So apparently this has something to do with the way babies smell. Yes, they do smell a delicious. Paper... Except when you're trying to change a diaper and they got a stinky diaper. Can you answer the phone, please? Um, Let's ba- go to the phones. A paper published in the cur- current issue of Frontiers in Psychology describes how researchers in Dresden, Germany, because, you know, those Germans, they make good stuff, imagine. It's line two, Luigi. 
Um, uh, imagine the brains of two imaged, not imagine, imaged the brains of two groups of 15 women while the women sampled the odors of other parents' newborns. And one group was composed of women who had given birth within the past six weeks. The other group was made of women who had never given birth. The scientists collected the smells from the pajamas of two-day-old infants, and the smells were shown to elicit activation in the women's brains. So, in other words... So, but it's not... You know, it doesn't mean you, you want to be a cannibal and no, eat no, no, the no, child. No. But there is... It, it triggers some kind of reaction, and you identify it as a reward such as food or satisfying desire... And obviously, the idea of cannibalism is repulsive, but you still— Unless you're on a plane crash in the Andes and you've got <laughs> yeah. no food and this choice of eating your neighbor or dying. But, but that's how that whole thing comes from. So there is a natural reaction that this, this little baby smells so good and it triggers some kind what, of Then what happens when I grab Riddle? Or like Luigi grab, and we get yeah. on the bed, and you play around with him, and then I say, I want to bite you. I just want to hurt then you. I, and I yeah. want to hurt you, and I grab his paw, and I will bite him gently. And then he bites you but back. That's, but that's what a, is that? Does that make me a cannibal? No, that's a natural par parental thing as well. <laughs> because if you look at animals, they do that to their young. My now, poor dog tomorrow. <laughs> Cupcake Eagle says, can I ham hear some damn disco music, please? Rob, let's play a little disco, and then we'll go to the phones. But give me one more disco song, Robin. This is another. I played this a little earlier, but this is this is high up in the food chain. Oh, what yeah. All day. You kidding me? This is Sylvester. I like this. You make me feel so real. You want to keep it real. I now have the phone call live. Who's on the line well, right Amarillo now? Amarillo Kyle from Amarillo, oh. Texas. We got Amarillo no, no, Kyle's no, no. hat up there. He's on hold. Oh, he's on oh. hold? Oh, he's on this line, too. This is Announce Yourself. Hello? I'm here. Who is it? Steve from Detroit. F. Falcon. Oh, it's it is F. Steve from Detroit. Steve, 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 yes. Steve, Steve. Steve always says, are the phone lines closed? Do you call the phone line? Right. The phone line doesn't close. You call no, it and it rings. No, he, Steve is correct, Tony. You are wrong. No, because you, before, remember, he always say, hey, I'm trying to call and I'm not getting through. Oh, well, that's because and then he, he was, was he, he, he didn't was have dialing. the right number. You dialing the right number, Chico? <laughs> he was dialing wrong. That wasn't. Was dialing wrong. Yeah, that well, was just him. I tried and it said the phone lines were closed. Let me, uh, let me, let me ask you the first question I always ask people on a Friday night okay. near midnight. Have you been drinking tonight, Steve? No, I was at a high school football game my brother coaches at, so I just got home a little while ago. They you cover? Can't, you can't, <laughs> they they cover? Can you, you can't drink in the stands on a Friday night lights game? Uh, no. And apparently, I guess they frown on it. You can't bring alcohol to high schools. Why? Yeah. Kids are. <laughs> it was the the parents, the kids can, but the parents can't. Exactly. That's exactly Do they? Right. I mean, that's pretty much a given anywhere that there's a, what, uh, 10 five-mile radius around a school or something like that? Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. No. Is it yeah. really? Oh, yeah, yeah. I think it's yeah. almost universal across the United States yeah. where... You got to remember, though, in, te in Texas... No, so no drinking, no, uh, no drugs, and if you yep. get caught with it, then there's an, an increased fine. I don't know. This is yeah. Detroit. Do they use the facial recognition stuff? I saw the big yes. story that, you know, you're living in Detroit, so you saw the big controversy, mm -hmm. right, with Rashida Tlaib and the police mm -hmm. commissioner of Detroit... And she's trying to tell the police commissioner, who's an African-American guy who's been in law enforcement his whole life, that the facial recognition has to be uh, – the she people who are looking at it woman. have to be African-Americans. 
because white people can't use facial recognition technology, which, by the way, has nothing to do with skin color. It has to do with the size of the face and the and the shape of the face right. of the person she that they're looking for. She literally said that uh, that face fa- that that the only people that should use the facial recognition software were black people because um, anybody else can't that, that they I just explained why they, that, she said it. Robin. That all black people look the same. Yep, that's what yep. she said. And, and, and then the commissioner, to his credit, your police commissioner said basically she's full of shit. Thank you. Ridiculous, yep, man. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Play Action Real says, whoops, I'm drinking in my kid's high school game. Uh-oh. <laughs> well, you might not be in trouble. So He's probably in, in Florida, trouble, though. They encourage know. that down there in Florida. <laughs> they have to down there in Florida. <laughs> what are you talking about? I think they, give, they sell <laughs> beer at uh, high school games in Florida. Yeah. So what's going on tonight, Steve? Well, uh, I was watching a show, and you were talking about the Lions, and I agree, they're, they're a good team. Remember in the beginning of the year when you called in and you said, oh, they want Matt Patricia gone, and yeah. they hate him in Detroit, and then the quarterback Stafford's good, but he just, you know, he just can't get over the hump. And that's true. I mean, he hasn't won playoff games, but you see that this guy, if he's got talent around him, if he's, you know, and, and look at his offense. Well, this is the first year. I, I, and we, Galladay's a beast. We talked about this a little bit, yeah. Tony. I said this is the first year that it's all been there for Stafford. He's finally got a good offensive line. He's finally got two Studs on the outside with Galladay and Marvin Jones Jr. He's got the big tight end with Hawkinson, right? Hawkinson, yeah. I just said that, but but he did get hurt. He's got he's going to be out for a week or so. But he also does have a running back too with Carryon Johnson. He's got it all at the same time. Not to mention the fact they finally have a defense that is 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 literally a bend but do not break defense. They will bend. They will give up yards. They will give up points. But they do make the important stops at the end of games to keep them in games and keep them winning games. This is a, this is a, this this team this Detroit Lions team could shock the world and get no wild card. It could happen, Tone. Yeah, but no, I mean that I, that division. Yeah, I, you know, the Bears obviously I think are going to as, as bad as mediocre as the Bears' offense is. Their defense is going to carry them all year long. It's going to carry them. And to Green a point. Bay, you know, Green Bay is going to win. Although Green Bay, you saw what happened. Did you see the big injury there? I mentioned that to Luigi earlier. Clay Matthews is going to be out for at not least Clay a Ma- month. Well, not you talking about the, uh, Devontae Adams? No, well, Devontae Adams yeah. isn't going to play this Sunday. But for the Rams. Yeah. The Rams lose Clay Matthews now for at least a month. He's going to have to have surgery right. for a broken jaw in the Thursday night game. It apparently happened in the fourth quarter. Remember when we saw him leaving the field? It wasn't the reason he was leaving the field is that he broke his jaw. He was kicked in the jaw accidentally by Chris Carson, the running back yep. for Seattle, when he was making a tackle near the end of the game. And this was after he got that bogus roughing the passer call. Yeah, it was I really mean, that was a horrible call. But yeah, so now they're going to miss Clay Matthews for a month. And so the Rams, who already don't look like a powerhouse that they did last year. They look like they're missing a beat, Tony. Yeah, I mean, even though you saw the running game pick up a little bit the other night. Well, if you've noticed, they took the, uh, you know, he, he basically took the restriction off, off of Todd Gurley. Yep. And if you saw the, the, the snap count on him and the touches, I think it was Gurley had, I think, 23 or 24 total touches to Malcolm Brown's two, I believe it was. So, I, again, this was a game where they were a divisional game after losing the Bucks. McVay was, you know what, we're just going to let Gurley go, and you see what Gurley can do when you give him the full lion's share of the carry. So we'll see if that continues for the rest of the season. We'll have to wait and see for that. But as far as the Detroit Lions go, you're right, Tony. The Chicago Bears, their defense could carry them along for the whole season. But the problem is, though, is that their offense is so anemic, and with Chase Daniel at the helm, who is, who is mistake-prone, you know, their, their offense could end up being their, their Achilles heel no, by I toughening think, it up. I, I disagree. I, I, I think the Bears... 
the Bears now are in better shape with, with Chase Daniel as the quarterback than they would have been with Trubisky because they know what Chase Daniel will do. That's why I love the Bears. The Bears are one of my picks in London against the Raiders. I'm laying the five and a half. The Raiders, here's the important stat to remember in that Bears-Raiders game. The Raiders are 0-5 against the spread coming off a win. Mm -hmm. And now they're going from the West Coast all the way across, not just the United States, all the way east to to London town. It's a long ride. It is a long ride. And so I think the Bears are a solid choice in this game because they're getting Rokon Smith back. Remember, he missed a couple of games. He was talking about personal things, and they showed up for practice this week. So they haven't had him. And you got the whole like uh, the little stick in the crawl chip on the shoulder. Uh, Khalil, Khalil Mack playing the Raiders, a team right. that gave up on him. And so I think the Bears are going to be loaded for bear, so to speak, in London town. So you think they're going to have enough, just even, even without Mitch, as long as he's out for, even though they're saying it's not going to be a long-term type of thing, you think they're going to be enough to still hold off? I'm hearing from people that know, because, you know, when you think of Chase Daniel, he's made a lot of money, he's only started, what, four games? Yeah. But from what I hear from people who've played with him and people who, he was here in Philly, we didn't see him that much, he's bounced around. But unlike Matt Barkley, who's also bounced around, Matt Barkley stinks. Yeah, he stinks. He's tall. Chase Daniel is competent, and all you need – just go to Rex Grossman. Just go to look at the Bears teams that had great defenses. They didn't need their quarterback to carry them. Well, Chase Daniel also had the benefit of learning behind Drew Brees for several years. Exactly, because he was again he wasn't just back. He wasn't backing up, uh, you know, Christian Ponder over there in Minnesota. He was backing up Drew Brees, so he did have a chance to learn for a little. I while. think I think people are underestimating for now. As far as the Buffalo Bills, they are screwed. Yeah, they're screwed until they're Allen screwed comes back. with Matt Barkley. They're absolutely screwed. But that's only going to be a one-more-week kind of thing. Well, you Al- don't know. Allen's going to be back. He'll be back in a week. I love Allen, but he's too wild. He, I said this last week, and I even picked the Bills against the Patriots, and they covered. So did I. The problem is Josh Allen can't play a clean game. I mean, he makes crazy throws. He throws the ball up in he's the reckless. air. He is He reckless. is a little reckless he's with reckless. the football. If he had played a clean game, they would have beaten the Patriots last week because he turned it over a couple of times, bad throws, and uh, he's going to get better. And he, and he runs around. He gets hit a lot. And so that's what that's to me. Buffalo is on a good track because their defense is good, but to me, Josh Allen's got to calm down. But the other guy I really, really like, and he's no fluke, and that is the other Kyle, Kyle Allen. Kyle Allen out there in Carolina with your Carolina Panthers or Panther. It's hockey season out there, so Panther. Exactly. Yes. Tony, they're they're not talking about the Lions this week. It's the the two big games tomorrow: Michigan, Iowa, Michigan State, Ohio State. Oh, I know that. They're talking about firing Harbaugh. That's not going to happen. I'm getting tired of hearing it. They're not going to fire Harbaugh. They're not going to fire him. Urban Meyer's name. They're not going to hire Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer's not coming to Ohio. It, I mean, to Michigan. He's got a restaurant that says 7-0 and o over in Ohio. He's not coming here. I'm getting tired <laughs> of the sports radio here. I'm sick of the sports radio there, too. That's why you have to listen to this show, damn it. Damn right I will. Damn right. You're right. Damn right. Big game tomorrow, though, for Michigan. Homecoming. I'm going to go with my boy. You know, I'm a Kirk Ferentz guy. I know you know uh, I like them big Iowa boys. You got that uh, TJ Hawkinson and Iowa boy. You got them yeah. big linemen. They're all they're all corn-fed big boys down there, out there in Iowa. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah it's going to be a good game. And then we got Michigan State, Ohio State, and that's a nightcapper. So that one, I don't know how that's going to go. I got to go with the Iowa Hawkeyes. Was that Michigan State game at Ohio State? Was that the, is that at the Horseshoe? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah that's, uh, can they get Dwayne Haskins? Can they get Dwayne Haskins back? Since he's not going to be playing for, for the Haskins Redskins, would love to go back right now. Are you, are you kidding me? <laughs> he would love to go back to college right now. 
the line in that game is 23 and a half. Jesus. Wow. <laughs> and then for the Michigan game, it's three. It went down. It was four. Then it went down to three today. I may have to go over and do one of those seven-team college football teasers tomorrow over at Sugar House. I'll pick you up at 10 o'clock. <laughs> I may have to do it. I got to get, get action. No, that's it. I'm, 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 yeah, going I'm, making, I'm, I'm making all these picks. Tony, I'm making people money. Yes. I got to go out there, and I got to borrow some money. I got to stand on the corner in front of the casino, put a hat out. I got you, bro. And see if people can give me a couple hundred bucks so I can open an account. I got you. For God's sake, well, Tony, Tony, would you please carry, do it? They don't carry your show here in bars in Detroit, so I've been trying. They won't carry your show. The sons of bitches. They stupid, man. <laughs> We're working on it. They, they're, they're not going to carry your show, Tony. They, there's no love here. They, I'm trying. I'm trying. Don't worry. We're, we're going to be going through the back door, well, so to speak. Just, Let's go see Les over at Hardcore Palm. Maybe you can figure, exactly you can figure right. something yeah, out exactly. for us. We need to eat the babies. <laughs> That's what I got to go into the bars and tell them. Do you realize we need to eat the babies or we're all going to be dead in, in, in months now? Forget 12 years. You know what's going to be weird? If that woman happens to be more correct than AOC on the green. Mm-hmm. What happens if we were like all wiped off the earth in 12 months instead of 12 years? I'm still trying to figure out. She's going to be a genius. She's going to be a patron saint. Right. I'm still trying to figure out. But ketchup nobody or will know about it. <laughs> Again, I'm still trying to figure out if it's ketchup or mustard that goes on a baby. That's what I'm I don't know either. I'm trying to don't forget the, the mayo. Mayo, mayo, mayo. You guys sprinkle a little white claw on the baby. Get them licensed and marinated. A marinated or white claw. Maybe a little baby ceviche, you know? <laughs> the citrus kind of cooks her up right there. I like that. As I tweeted earlier today, I got a lot of heat over it. You know, here it is. You know what this is going to really hurt if we start eating babies? Who? We need to eat the babies. Is is Planned Parenthood. Stop playing that goddamn thing. It's going to kill Planned Parenthood. How are they going to be able to sell baby parts now if people are going to eat their babies instead of Planned Parenthood? You do it like Popeye's. Two-piece, three-piece, four-piece. Yeah, two-piece and a biscuit. And, of course, is a baby a sandwich or a taco? I said said it's a baby a sandwich. I already said that Robin, is a baby a sandwich? A baby is more of a sandwich. I think it's a wrap. Because no, yeah, well, it should be a wrap. We're twelve oh four. We're overtime now. It is. It's just, oh my goodness gracious! Because I just, I just, uh, one of, uh, Data Boy nineteen said, well, "Good morning, Tony." To, uh, let's good take morning. this last caller. Yeah, Kyle from Amarillo. We're gonna say goodbye to you. All right, Steve. Have a good okay. weekend, brother. Later, Steve. Be careful right. up there in Detroit, buddy. Exactly. And then we're gonna switch over because this person was holding, and we'll take one last phone call. Hello. Hello. Hey, what's up, guys? How's everyone doing? Let me check. Let's make some noise. Come on. Let's make some noise right now. Let's make some noise. You know what's happened to the show tonight, unfortunately? You have a literal dumpster fire. That's right. And I finally, earlier, you, you heard the arg- argument between Robin and Luigi, and we have tape because Robin cut his mic off, and this is what we'll be saying behind the scenes. Luigi, you might as well just get your things right now. Pack I'm fine with it. In one of those boxes that they have, the, what they call the banker's There's 10 box. of them upstairs. Put the lamp. Put your books oh, and man. get the hell Luigi, out of here. Yes, we will be at Toll Man Joe's. Luigi will be there. Look who's at the Dodger game. Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson in the house. Or Magic Johnson is there too tonight. He's looking looking hitterish tonight. So, Kyle, what's on your mind, man? (laughs) Man, you know, I'm down in Amarillo and I got you guys some Dodd Poodle action, yo. What do you have? Oh, you got some. Are they still playing? I thought their season was over. No, let, let me tell you, Tony, since I last talked to you, they were in the middle of the slump. They made it to the Texas League playoffs. They were in the semifinals down two to zero to the Midland Rockhounds. They come back and win three to two, and then they go to the Texas League Championship game five against Tulsa. They're going against the Grizzlies down six to four to two. Top of the night, Tony Chamel, Grand Slam, six to four. 
first shot he's won the Texas League championship. It is a this is that, this is breaking news. I didn't know. I thought breaking all the news. I thought all of these other lower leagues were done, ladies and gentlemen. The good news, the good karma from the Amarillo sod poodles has paid off. I not only do I have one sod poodle hat, uh-huh. I have two of them. What does that tell you? Can you give the Bruno Nation karma to my boys down there in Amarillo? When is the parade now in Amarillo? When will the Sod Poodle Parade be? It just ended, Tony. Well, Tony, it's been raining the last five days. We've gotten four and a half inches, so uh, whenever it dries up down here. Oh, so it's rainy? How did they get these baseball games in and win a championship in the, in the, in the muck and mire? Well, so I haven't been able to call you lately because you and Robin, you've been out for the hemorrhoids and, you know, yada, yada, yada. Yada yada yada. Yada, 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 yada. How's my ass taste? What's everyone drinking tonight, man? What are you drinking tonight? No, we said what's everyone drinking tonight? We're drinking, uh, we're drinking the nice red wine. And what, it's a, what is it called now? It's well, a Lodi it's wine. Yeah, it's from Lodi. It's got the George Washington. Oh, uh, Coupe de Grace. Coupe, Tony? Coupe de Grace. Yes. How many times do I have to tell you? You need to put the hat on first Headset over. No, I got. I want to be unique, Robin. N- yeah, well, you're unique. unique looks right. Stupid. Maybe I got to turn it. Maybe I tilt it to the side a little bit. No, no, no. no. How about that? Just no, no. Just, no. Stop just no. Luigi and I are totally in. I can't see agreement. myself on the picture there. No, well, if you this did, is, this we do yeah. agree on. There you go. I can't see myself. Now, I gotta, Tony. I just, people are people are asking. We are going to be back on Sunday. At what time? For 10 a.m. 10 a.m. 10 to noon Eastern time. Eagles pregame live from Tollman Joe's in South Philadelphia, right across from Tony Luke's there, Oregon Avenue. Free parking, huge parking lot. I may bring my dog, man. Bring the dog. And I'll holler at all my dogs. You going to bring the side poodles up there, speaking of dogs? Yeah, of course. Of course. Luigi, what's your dog's name? Penny. Penny. What kind is it? She's She's a golden retriever. Oh, man. That's awesome. Hey. I'm going to eat that dog tomorrow. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to eat that dog as soon as I see it. What, what was that, Kyle? I've had four margaritas. How many? How many? Four. Mar- How many? A margarita? Oh. Yeah, just or a jalapeno <laughs> burger. I don't have my board set up. I man, know. Bro, I like, Damn I it, Luigi. It. Damn it, Luigi. What did I do? I just... Damn it, Luigi. Yeah. Shout out to all my dogs. Man. Mad love to all my dogs. Right. All my dogs behind the wall. Not Penny Hardaway. <laughs> Not Penny Hardaway. <laughs> Robin, why are you starting the music? Stop it right there. Robin, stop the damn music now. <laughs> like at 12.09. Stop the damn music now. Hey, oh, my God. I got one God. more request. Okay. I got one more request. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay, I know this isn't disco, but Good Vibrations by Marky Mark has been yes. in my head yes. all day. Yes, that is I, not disco, but it is my uh, God. I, I, national love, I love that song. It's such a Let good vibration. Yes. It's such a sweet sensation. Peter Pumpkin Eater says, Luigi, how dare you? How <laughs> yeah, dare play you? the damn drop. How dare you? <laughs> this is it right here. So now I wake up. When I'm doing my, my morning routine, when I'm putting the aqua velvet on, the yeah, old I got, spice. I got to break out the sticks. No, you don't. Swing. Come on, swing. Come on, swing. Come on, come on. 
My picks are posted on at thepropsnetwork.com. My Sunday four-pack is posted right now if you want. I'm not doing college picks. I don't know where Dean is. cinder blocks. I'm like, they're semi-solid blocks, bro. They weigh eight and a half pounds. Studio 69 with Tony Two Sticks Bruno. Tony D, break it down. Tony B, break it down. Tony? Tony, go Death Leopard for me, Tony. Go Death Leopard for me. Now, Tony, here's one more (laughs) disco song to leave it for the night, Tony Bruno. All right. Is this not the most this ultimate? This is disco. This is the ultimate disco song, is it not? As yep. Falcone, the white claws have definitely kicked in. Check it in. It's like sixth grade recess all over again. That's right. Boogie. Boogie. <laughs> Is this not the ultimate disco song? Boogie. It's something, all right. And on that note. Wait a minute, Robin. Wait a minute, wait a minute. That's right. Tony Bruno does not want to go to bed yet. Oh, come on, Robin. We can't stop the party. We can't stop the party. The credits have been rolling for the, like the last 10 minutes. I try to take my headphones off, but I can hear Tony sticks okay. back in the lab, so I put it back on. S Falcon 39. Besides Robin, you have to get more women in the wine cellar on Friday nights. I totally right. agree. I got you. I got you. I'll take care of that. That's right. Cupcake Eagles, Robin, That's step right. back. <laughs> the Silver Connection had a real wide variety of lyrics in their songs. <laughs> this is bad. <laughs> Tony's like, this is bad. That's not good. God, that hat. Don't you just want to knock it off his head? Yeah, he doesn't just sound like an asshole. He looks like one, too, right now. <laughs> Boogie! Boogie! I gotta say, it's entertaining as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) It really is, though. Tony, how much did you have to drink? That's right. 
Cupcake Eagles, this is Tony's wheelhouse. Let him be. We need a stripper pole down here next. <laughs> I think that's one poll everyone would vote on, Tony. Can we just have a sex swing instead? No, those things are tough. No, they're not. They're fantastic. Right. Did someone say boogie? I'm going home. <laughs> oh, what's playing now? Oh, boogie on the land, yo. No, wait, wait. I have to play. Now, Tony, what was your go-to disco move? Back Tony, we already played that one. This is, <laughs> according to, according to Billboard.com, this is the number one best disco song of all time. And the reason why is that these were all produced. Oh, yeah. Not a summer, baby. Oh, yeah, it's the jam right here. I feel love. These were all produced by an Italian. You know, those Italians make good stuff. Um, the best disco songs ever were largely produced by... Giorgio Moroder. Of course. An it's Italian a legend. Well, it is Italian heritage. And month. he yes, picked out these top 35 disco songs, and this was number one, according to him. It says, I have poop on my shoes like a slide because my feet have socks on. Bang Madonna? Who didn't bang Madonna? Tell me what you're talking about. See, another moaning woman. That's that's what 70s music is all about. I'm gonna go rip a few lines real quick. Moaning women. You turn this on. My soon-to-be adopted dog is waking up right now, five miles away here in Tony Singh. And every cat in the neighborhood. Disco does not suck, and disco is not dead. Be Harm 68. Is this baby-eating music? Moho for that, you know, because he's, you know, he's, he's, he's a Mexican chef over there. Beharm, when is the next tequila dinner going to be now that you're yeah, arranging them again? Yeah, keep asking, which store are you now? You have no idea how many people are coming up to us so upset that the tequila dinners have been canceled. It takes every goddamn day. <laughs> we needed this kind of information. song in American Hustle. Did they? Yeah. Bradley Cooper. Cody, you stop! We had it going there. We were doing good. The FCC is going to shut a podcast down. <laughs> Ah, oh, Benny, take us home. Oh, B. Harm says we will have info on Tuesday. Oh, yes. we will have Tuesday action? Yes! You know what happens on Tuesday also? Oh.
Doc. My ass gets reamed. <laughs> and fucking fancy will him. <laughs> Which means everyone else's ass will get reamed too. All right, Benny. Sing it, brother. She's just 16 years old. Oh, that's a crime. See what happened tonight? We missed the last two Friday nights, but tonight we made up for it. I even got to work for this stuff. Luigi even left work early. <laughs> cool, cold 26. How hammered is Tony on a scale I'm, of 1 to I'm 10? I'm not. I'm not hammered. I had two glasses of wine. That's it. There's something going on. Well, Don't you full. agree? Yes. <laughs> I'm high on life, baby. Yeah. Seriously, I, I've had two, three people shared a bottle of wine. So how much wine is that? Yeah, that's, that's not much, Tony. Yeah, we usually kill much. a bottle each. So. Exactly. In the meantime... In the meantime, <laughs> oh, I gotta get my damn. Oh, the Dodgers have just hit a home yes, run. Have. Max Muncy, boom, baby, off of Sean Doolittle, and they're only in the bottom of the seventh inning, and all of a sudden it is a three-two Washington National lead, one out in the bottom of the seventh at Dodgers Stadium. Tony Bruno. Yes. Say goodbye to the people. I didn't get the update, Robin. It's live action. It's all about that action, boss. In the meantime, I want to thank everybody. Don't forget, Eagles pregame, 10 a.m. to noon. Luigi will be in the house. I'm the hanging. doggy will be in the house. Maybe. Robin will be in the house. She'll be there. Maybe. I got nowhere to put her. And no disco. Riddle's in the house right now. I know. I know where I'll put her. She can. She can sit by me in the corner. That one deep into the night. Into the night. So for all the people who called in tonight and listened all over the world, I know you could have been anywhere else. Dominica will not be there. She works at the bar in Vince, Jersey. Come on, Landmark, Falcon. America. Get it right. You, She's America? Monday night. Robin will wear the Stuart Bradley jersey again. Probably. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Luigi will wear his... Uh, I will not wear a jersey. You're going to wear what's his name jersey, are you? Who's? One of, one of Joe's? One of Joe Krause's? No, your, your favorite white player in Philadelphia Eagle history. Bradley Cooper? Bradley Cooper. Will you be wearing it? No, I'll be wearing my Jeremy Bloom. That's what I'll be wearing. Tonight. Beautiful. That's my second favorite white player. By the way, speaking of white players, Joe oh. Krause is a white player. He's the guy who puts this whole thing together on Sundays for these yes. Tone Man Joe's. If you look, if you want giveaways, that's where you got to be. Exactly. Great gift. We gave away Madonna tickets. We gave away tickets to Eagles games last night. Tickets to the Eagles Celtics home opener we gave away Sixers last night. Celtics home Sixers opener. Celtics home opener. Hottest ticket in town. Uh, sold out. In the meantime, thanks again, everybody. Have a great weekend. Be safe out there. Don't drink and drive. Don't text and drive unless you have a disco ball in your basement and you're into the night with Tony Bruno and the whole gang. Good night, everybody.
the Philadelphia Eagles are Super Bowl champions.